that. Like, longer than six minutes, I'm, yeah, it's still too slow. But it's like, all right, fair enough. Like, Gold Nine, I mean, 27 you, you seconds, could... I watch that, but yeah. You can't it's 14 be, minutes. You can't I mean, Jim, Jim, Jim's running out of time, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh. <laughs> episode 38. You remember the episode number again, then? I did. I didn't at the end of the last episode. I might have actually looked it up and I might have put it within the subject title of what I'm currently reading so that I can remember. However, last episode in Mumbai, we didn't know the episode number and I was I basically quoted that you were like somewhere just rolling your eyes at me. So what's special about the number thirty eight? What's special about thirty eight? Thirty eight uh is no. I mean you beat me to the fucking joke because I was gonna be like, it's Nick's age. But well, I think it's a joke. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, it's been a long time since us guys, us three, sat down and had a nerd word and talked about stupid shit. Yep. Um, so, who we got? Nick. Long time no see. Long time no see. Right here. Jim. Hello, I'm Jim. But you can't say Jim for introduce yourself. <laughs> and Jim, introduce yourself. Jim. It's fine. <laughs> I'm just going to edit my bit out and then you're just going to look like a dick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's good. Um, <laughs> and as for me, Bailey. Um, uh, cool. Uh, what have you guys been up to for like the last two months? <laughs> Oh, Oh, Christ. What have I been able to do? I mean, I think the real thing we need to know is, are you still playing Destiny 2? No, man. Destiny 2 is dead. Destiny 2 is the most talked about dead game (laughs) that's ever existed. It isn't even for me now. I know there was a thing on Eurogamer this week, I think, about it. I know Polygon had a thing about it. That's the first thing I've read about it in ages. And they were just doing, is Destiny dead? And it was like, it's like, yeah, it is. You go on YouTube. There's people who like will put out a YouTube video about Destiny every day. Well, I don't know around those bits of the Reddit. Pat themselves on the back that they got like 500,000 subscribers. Why are you still on the Destiny 2 subreddit? Because <laughs> here's the thing I peek on it occasionally to see if Bungie are actually going to patch the game. And that's passionate all the time, but nobody cares. Because they're patching for PvP. Because okay. streamers are like, my PvP, Bungie, if you do this, I'll shield your game for you. And then now it's gone to the point where Bungie are like, okay, we're going to have a summit and we're going to invite all, all these YouTubers to come and get a first-hand we'll, look we'll at and this there. shit. Dude, man. <clears throat> I want to see if they're doing anything to fix the game because I've still paid for an expansion. Well, that's it. So we're all going to jump back on when that comes out just because we paid for it already. Yeah, so, until then. I am. Well, I mean, all right. Dude, you, right. Pay, you paid for it, man. Just jump with the bands. Just yeah. don't stay for the gameplay. Even it was like two hours of it all saying, "Well, this is shit." That was fun, wasn't it? Yeah. Just, just record like PSN chat in the background, and I'd be like, "Get a nerd word of how shit Destiny is." Good idea. <laughs> I'm not sure how I could uh, make it work though. Yeah. Um, I think you can keep. There's a certain that lets you keep record all audio, and then okay. you just record the video, and then you move the video to a USB and then you can extract the audio from it. Okay. okay. But you'd have to kill the game sound. That's the only problem. So just yeah, play that, the game sound in silence. Yeah. Just play the game in silence. But anyway, well, no, I'm playing this and no. No. No, I have not. There's nothing to play in it until they release this new thing. But like I said, they're desperate enough to invite 40 YouTubers and Twitch streamers and all this bollocks to go to their <clears> headquarters <throat> next week 
and get an advanced preview of all the stuff they're doing and give feedback on the stuff they're going to do later down the line, not their next current expansion, just to try and fix the end game and all that bollocks. No, I've been playing Monster Hunter, which has been fun, even though, ooh, we, it is not built for co-op. Like, it really wish it was, right. but it is quite possibly the worst build for co-op I've played in a game. Mm. Yeah, you not play Elder Scrolls. I was going to literally about to say Elder Scrolls, Elder Scrolls Online <laughs> because yeah. that mm, no <laughs> um, alright but I mean as bad as Elder Scrolls is <laughs> actually alright Elder Scrolls is pretty bad alright but look here's, here's the bathroom thing about Monster Hunter as a, as a strictly co-op game right one it has story mode and story mode is okay for what Monster Hunter is except where it goes hey every time we're going to introduce a new monster you have to see the cutscene right. before we allow any cooperative action. So you have to separately go oh, in yeah, yeah, as that. a player, watch the cutscene, one of you exits out, right. joins the other person's game, then you can co-op. But guess what? It's constantly introducing new monsters to you. So that turns into massive bollock. And there's missions where it goes, no, no co-op, just, just you. <laughs> Find three monsters, fight them, and that ends the mission for you. So no cops. So that makes no sense. It's just like you're sort of endearing really you Pam trying to do online, but, <laughs> but it's not really endearing. It's just but, sort of irritating now, 10 years later, when they still can't get it. But like, Fantasy Star wasn't that. But like, Fantasy well, Star, yeah, just it. They, they were the first people to get it right. And then everyone just forgot. This, and then no one's ever got online right. It's been ever since. Cack on awful. But I guess so, Mario Kart 8. Nintendo know what they're doing. Ish. Mm. Yeah, even then. Yeah. Ish. But so so that's a big problem. The other problem is the game only has two levels of scaling: single player scaling and okay. quote unquote multiplayer scaling. Okay. So multiplayer means if you have even one additional person with you, it goes well. You must have four people with you. So that's how much health we're going to give the monster. So playing with two people <laughs> is double the effort of playing with four people. Right. For the reason that they, they couldn't put a, a sliding scale of one player, yeah, two, player, player three two player, three player, player yeah. four really player. Right? Yeah. So just straight 2.6 health, 2.6 break limit, 2.6 um, status limit. It feels a little bit like uh, Borderlands 2. I don't, well, I don't think you were, Borderlands 2 had really like beefy enemies, but I, I didn't feel like when I played Yeah, but there were some of the raids that were like, they felt true. made for like four people they and were. if you could play them with two you would you were fucked like yeah. you were just fucked over that's what I hate about Borderlands 2 though is everything if, all the balance in the game was great until mm. you played Raid and they're like no no you need four people and one of them even said oh make sure you bring in like you know three other yeah. people with you and it's just like come on man like you, there's no matchmaking and yeah. this isn't that type of game but anyway so that's the major flaws of um, Monster Hunter but other than that Monster Hunter has just been fun it's just been a fun game where you can Grind, but not in a really annoying way. It's like defeat monsters, get pass, use pass, get armors and weapons, mm. and use that. And it's got what I call kind of like showroom effects. Like you can log in and go, like, hmm, what do I use today? Do I use like swing shield? Do I use lance? Do I use gun lance? Do I use great sword? Do I use hammers? Like you can pick and choose and you can change your build to that. So it never feels like boring. Whereas right. Destiny's okay. like, especially Destiny 2, Destiny's like, do I use the same hand cannon I always use or the same? Uh, <laughs> What's the name? Scout rifle always. I, I honestly don't think I've changed from my scathe lock assault you, rifle. You would 
since you're, I got you're, it, you're and that pretty was fucking. Particular I, I am, admittedly, though. admittedly, I am. But still, man, like. But yeah, there wasn't a lot of incentive, and it's not even just the weaponry. There's no like, I even change up my armors in this, mm. so it's just avoid the death. So I've been playing a lot of Monster and now I've pretty much hit end game. I've done everything. I beat everything pretty much. Um, I'm crazy hunter rank, or not crazy. I'm a decent hunter rank for the amount of time I put into it, which is a whole lot compared to some people who are fiends. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's fun. But yeah, game wise, that's about it. Is there anything else at this point? So, like you said, that like you've done those stuff. Like, what is there? It, it just has left to do. Or is it just repeat? It sort depends of? actually well. So, there's so many weapon types. The second you go like, oh man, I'm bored of using oh, no longsword. Mm. The second you go, okay, I want to use something else. It's kind of like, okay, I have to I have to build it, and then it's like, well, certain kind of weapons have certain skills, which means I need my armor to be a certain thing. So you're constantly doing that, and you might have to go back and kill monsters. But in terms of actual stuff to do, um, the one thing Capcom's been good with Monster Hunter is just adding random stuff. And when I say random stuff, I mean it's kind of endearing that they just go like, we're just gonna add this stupid thing. It's it's just a joke. Like for example, um, they add like a little event where you kill a bunch of enemies and you get sunglasses for your character. Or like you'll get like a weird like goofy helmet thing to wear out. And yeah. people just wear it for laughs. Um, they're currently doing like a big spring update which has added a whole bunch of events and changed like the look of stuff. And then they're like, oh, we're gonna, there's going to be a um, special Devil May Cry crossover where you can get Devil May Cry armor and a Devil May Cry weapon. And right, okay. You can get like a Mega Man companion and Get. So, but that's all fanboy. free stuff though it's <laughs> okay. not like this is an expansion that they want people to pay for this is like yeah we're just having this we're oh. just having that we're just having this um, obviously further down the line unless we add some kind of DLC but yeah. for now yeah you just jump on play some events and jump off so not massive commitment but okay. something to do you're not playing anything else video game wise is, is that no, it no most of it like because you know me I love my like RPG grind so that's something I've been able to kind of sink my teeth into. So otherwise, yeah, there's not been a whole lot. There's not even like a whole massive lot I'm looking forward to. Okay. So, so what else been taking up my time is I, um, on a whim, because someone randomly showed me a video and I was like, oh, well, this is intriguing. I've now delved into the degeneracy that is speedrunning. It's okay. intrigued <laughs> me. Yeah. Right. The, the whole like I knew it was a thing but I never cared for it but when people start kind of breaking down like the, the numbers and the craziness that happens in speedrunning in different games it just instantly becomes intriguing like it takes games that you thought you knew it's like I played that game I know a whole lot about that game and it's like you, you know nothing about this game let me show you how this game actually plays how you break a game completely over your knee like <laughs> Like, I didn't, like, look, you played um, Ocarina of Time. We've all played Ocarina of Time, right? Yeah. If someone 15 years ago said, you could be Ocarina of Time in 17 minutes, you'd have been like, nah, 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 No, sorry, 14 minutes. Right. You'd have been like, nah, shut your mouth. There's no way you can complete <laughs> Ocarina of Time in 14 minutes. Get out of here. Right. Okay. And yet here we are. So how would someone do that then? Through, if you've watched it through some of the most insane glitches you never even imagined could exist in a game that back then you looked at and go this game is pretty polished yeah this game seems solid 
Yeah, yeah. Forty minutes is still a long time to watch somebody do anything. I'm just like that's too long. <laughs> I remember like seven, eight years ago when I first saw someone do Mario sixty four in six minutes. That was all right. I could watch that and I was happy to see it. Yeah. Beyond that, like longer than six minutes. I'm just, yeah, it's still too slow. But it's like all right, friend. Like Golden Eye in twenty seven seconds. Could... I watched that, but yeah. You can't fourteen minutes. You can't I mean, Jim, Jim, Jim's running out of time. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, I mean, yeah. Just, I. It's and what if you watch these forty minutes and then next week somebody does it in thirteen? That's another like thirty minutes. You'll suddenly that's half an hour of your life. Drama. Jim. Then someone does it in twelve. Before you know, it, you've given up three hours of your life just watching people do I'm that. Watching each one of these things. What I found more intriguing is the the history of how it. Because the first person who quote unquote speed. Speed run, um, speed opera, run, speed ran, <laughs> speed ran, <laughs> ran sped. Um, Ocarina of Time mm. did it in a blistering pace of five hours, right? All right, and that was like early speed running. And people are like, okay, well, people started optimizing the run a lot more, like you know, using finding out shortcuts, using things like you can use the bomb to blow yourself up and push yourself over an edge with cuts this time. And you're like, okay, cool, they discovered that. Then they kind of hit a wall and they're going to go, okay, the game, we've optimized it so much that short of finding some kind of glitch, this is the fastest it can go. So then people start experimenting from that point. People start trying to go, okay, well, what if I could hack through the door that gets you to Master Sword so you can fast forward to Adult Link? Yeah, it's kind of problem solving sort of thing. Yeah, they go through, like, they get people who use things like the tool assisted um, systems to try and say, like, okay, can I create a glitch? by doing inputs that you normally wouldn't be able to do. And people go, okay. That feels like cheating. It feels like cheating, but it's like proof of concept. It's kind of like, if you can if you can do this, these inputs, you can get through this bit. And people go, well, that's not even possible because how are you meant to do that? And then people go, actually, wait a minute. Maybe you can. And then people go, oh my God, you actually can. And then that accelerates things. And then people okay. start finding insane glitches. Mm-hmm. So the, re- the way Ocarina of Time gets completed in like 14 minutes is what they call... I think the fastest way is like bottle adventure. So basically, you glitch the game into putting a bottle in your B button, which shouldn't be possible. Your B button should be like the sword. Yeah. Yeah, sure. That starts messing up like background numbers that the game runs to know things like where you are, what state you're in, and all that kind right. of stuff, right? Then they use um, something called wrong warp. So because once they've got the game set up like that, they can use a warp, but the game goes. Number-wise, you should be all the way over here. So some people are like, mm. number-wise, you should be all the way to the credits of the game. Number-wise, you should be all the way to the Collapse of Ganon's Tower. Even so though you're Kid Link. Okay, so so that to me doesn't feel like you're finishing the game. I feel like if you're, if you're speedrunning something, mm. you have to complete it. And to complete it, again... You have to have beaten the end boss on something right. like that. So there's two things. One, that 40 minute includes defeating the, the last boss, right. which is crazy because you're defeating Ganon as Kid Link, right? Okay. With a Deku stick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Like th- this, is what I'm saying like this is how much you're breaking the game. You right. are you are escorting uh, Princess Zelda around as Kid Link and beating final boss Gandalf with a Deku stick. Okay. Yeah? Um, complete with the cutscenes and everything you just kidding the game just wigs out and the game's just like well the muscles in the cutscene so just give the muscle to whoever's on screen doesn't matter if it's kidding right, but okay. the muscle turns into the Deku stick because the muscle's not modelled for kidding yeah, yeah, sure, so the game okay. is going all over the place but with speedrunning there's different categories 
So that's how they break it up. So you can get that 40 minute run falls under any percent, as in any percent completion of the game glitched. So right. they're using okay. every glitch possible to beat the game in the fastest possible time, but okay. acknowledge that you use glitches. Sure. Then there's 100% glitchless. That's like the truest speed run. You right. have to just optimize your run, you know, rolling everywhere, yeah. jumping in certain places, using little shortcuts where you can. To God, get rolling everywhere, I think. Yeah, dude, man. Uh, the whole thing is just such an exercise in sucking the joy out of things that should be enjoyable. <laughs> it's just, I don't know, man. Do you like, know, <clears throat> in, general, in this day like, and age? Like, I'm generally fine with people spending their free time how they want to spend their free time. But, for some reason. <laughs> and I can't talk, right? I spend so much of my free time bloody painting little soldiers now. This isn't a good yeah. use of my life. <laughs> Hey man, do but you I'm enjoy it? myself and everybody else who does stupid things. Yeah. Except speedrunning just bugs me. Like, even the time I've just spent listening to you talking about it feels like a waste of my life. Oh. And all the people who are wasting years of their lives to like, do Jim, something you're else. You Jim, know? You're, paint, you're painting your little soldier. I know, it, it doesn't make sense. I can't just <laughs> explain why this pisses me off, but it just does. Look, do that, anything else. The, look, with you, you, your pointing finger, painting your fingers, like, <laughs> the, the end justifies the means, right? You're, you're not painting it for the sake of painting it. You're painting it because at the end of painting it I've got a nice little painted guy you're a painted guy and I can put him on Instagram and, and people give me likes it's like oh, look at that really you got an Instagram yeah. god I what a now, oh, now I am this funny Jim. <laughs> I did not know you had an Instagram <laughs> my gosh I'm not, I know I'm old but... no but I didn't I didn't realise it's, it's, like... it's not about age it's no. just about it's more about you <laughs> it's oh not god. something oh I figured god. you would have Instagram <laughs> no like but uh, it's, it's well, like Jim's there just taking his angle shots in his yeah. bikini. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Getting all them likes. <laughs> but it's just more, it's like progression of like how badly you can break a game. Seeing how badly like um, programmed games are. Mm. Really, like you look at a game, like even Super Mario World, I could look at that and go, that game's flawless for my Sinners days, man. That game, I never saw it do anything funky. And then you watch someone glitch to the credits on the first level by doing right, okay. a series of the most absurd things because he's basically programming the game in the background through actions. And you're like, holy shit. Um, but what's currently intrigued me with speedrun, within speed, because the amount of games being speedrun is crazy. But the craziest speedrun of them all, and the one where even I have to be like, you have to be an insane, crazy person. Yeah. To put yourself through that level of torture, <laughs> truly an insane, crazy person okay. is people that speed run Pokemon. <laughs> because Pokemon is like the most random game you can possibly play. And when you're trying to consistently get to a place quickly, and the game goes, you know what? I ain't going to give you 25 encounters in a row. You touch grass, mm. you're going to get an encounter, whether you like it or not. Mm. And every time you try to skip that, I'm just going to give you another encounter. Or the person goes, yeah, I'm on decent pace. As long as this, this, and this happens, it should be all cool. Until they get hit by three critical hits in a row and they lose their, ba- their start Pokemon and it's game over. And it wastes all their time. Because you don't have time to raise a squad. You're, you're betting every fight on your lead Pokemon. If that gets KO'd, reset, start the battle so, again and so lose time. what sort of level, like how, how long is that taking people and what sort of level is their lead Pokemon? In order to complete All right, Pokemon's so a speed run. If you're talking about something the, the some of the worst, like Pokemon uh, Red and Blue, like classic Red and Blue. Mm, okay. Yeah. I think people got it down to I think people got it down to like fifty minutes. Or something right. like that. Yeah, at least okay. in early speed runs. Because 
if you're not doing it glitched, if you're doing it glitched, you can you can finish the game in like you can finish the game in zero time. So if you they for Pokemon, I use in-game time, and if you use in-game time, you can finish the game in zero minutes. Right. Because it's a glitch so bad that basically you start the game, um, you start the game, save it. As it's saving, you turn it off on a certain frame, turn it back on. It puts you into some kind of weird be- debug mode, and you just change the the scrambled items that appear on the screen no, that's the, because of save corruption. That doesn't feel and like takes just any any sort of skill yeah. involved in that sort. But of thing. taking it from if you're talking about taking it from start to finish, going through every single gym, yeah, it's about fifty minutes. And the way they do it is they get Nidor King, right? Or they get a Nidoran or whatever, or Nidorino, and they level that up. It learns all the best moves, and it has the best stats in red and blue. Okay. And you just take that to like level 55 by the time if it's your start Pokemon and that's what you use. You mm-hmm. catch something that can do strength, something that can do fly, something that can do surf. Leave it at that. And when you get to bosses, um, I didn't know that there's a ridiculous skank in old Pokemon games. So this is what I'm saying. Like watching it, you find out stuff that you never knew about Pokemon because mm-hmm. no one really talked about it. Okay. But with Nidoking, it learns to be called Horn Drill. Horn Drill will instantly kill Anything it anything it hits, but it's got low accuracy. Right. But you can use an item called X accuracy, which I thought just increased accuracy. It actually gives you a hundred percent accuracy. Right. Okay. So you can hit a hundred percent with an instant kill move. I don't know that. Wow. So yeah, Hornjaw X accuracy. I've just, never used an X anything. I've always just. In red and blue, I never bothered using yeah, any of the X stuff. But yeah, so that's what they abuse things like. Obviously, later on down the line, X actually no longer gives you 100% accuracy. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um, so they use things like, like, I don't know, X attack, X thing, just to boost their stats up to what their Pokemon level would be. Mm. But you are constantly on the knife's edge of if they paralyze me and I get hit by, and I'm paralyzed yeah. for X number of turns, I lose my base star Pokemon, I'm dead. Or I get hit by critical hit when I wasn't expecting it. So the people that are good at it run. All levels of probability based on numbers. So they go, okay, when I got the start Pokemon, it had these stats. It means it's going to have these stats by the time I reach this level. Mm. If I get hit by this attack at this level, I'll take this much damage, which means that my probability of winning is based on whether this attack hits. But if I've got more health, I can use this. So it's like watching someone break down something like Pokemon on a mathematical level where they're like running all the numbers in the head and background, like, okay, I need to hit this, or I need to do this, or this is going to take this much damage, or this attack hits in this range, so i got a good range on this, and you're just like, wow, that's fucking crazy. Because <laughs> I've never played just it do like something that. else. Oh my God. Yeah, man, it's, just, it's, it's intriguing. It's just intriguing to watch, and it's also intriguing to watch it go <sighs> horribly wrong. You know what I'm going to do tomorrow? Yeah. I'm going to speed run Citizen Kane. I'm going to watch Citizen Kane in under two minutes. I won't get any of the plot, right, but... I'm gonna put it on super fast forward mode. Just watch it as quick as possible, and I'll have the world record for speed. If running, you if watching Citizen Kane, never seen Citizen Kane, <laughs> and you watched it, and then someone said, "Okay, I'm gonna now quiz you and ask for quotes," and you were able, you had the skill to even in super fast forward pick out key lines. <laughs> then I'm like, "Yeah," then you make sure you set the world record for that, and then someone has to be like, "Okay, I have to watch it even faster than him." And get the quotes, but how do you unwatch Citizen Kane at that point? So yeah, it, it'd be impossible. But why not, Jim Man? Find some obscure thing. The amount of random things people speedrun is is ridiculous, basically. Yeah. So yeah, it's just the, the drama that gets kicks off, the okay. the rulings they've had to do, the controversies they've gone through, and all well, that kind of stuff. You have to shoot me some links. I'm, I'm intrigued, even yeah. if Jim's not. <laughs> just see <laughs> the thing I share is there was like a ton of people did a speedrun all the same time. They did a speedrun of like. Like a 23 mile walk around London and they all speed run it. That was, that was good to watch. 
But yeah, that's okay. That's the kind of main things I've been kind of catching love on. Okay. Well, we're gonna move it on to Jim for video games, and then we'll come back and uh, and I'll talk about video games, and then we'll go around to movies we've watched as well. Cool. Um, just to keep it on topic of video yeah. games for now. So Jim, what have you been playing? What have you been uh, uh, watching video game wise? All right. The main thing I've been going back to for the last couple of months, like chipping away at, is Horizon Zero Dawn. Okay. Um, and I mean, gameplay wise, it's pretty average. It's like mopping up map markers, and you know the combat is all right. Uh, it's sort of a bit more stealthy than I usually like it. It kind of rewards you for spending time setting traps and stuff, which I kind of find a little bit tedious. So, but oh. you don't have to do that. You can just steam in it. You don't mind dying a bit. But mm. Just hack away at things. That works as well. And it does a lot of ranged combat, which I'm always in favour of. So, so it's all fine in terms of gameplay, but just the world and the story are really compelling. Um, like more than any other game I can think of, really. Um, I just really enjoy the because like the, the game world's like it's got a, they've got a lot of world building depth, but on sort of three levels. There's like the, the kind of current day for the game where it's set, which is far future from our time. Mm-hmm. But then there's little seeds of like the history of the world which yeah. is our actual real life history now and then there's like little seeds as well of snippets of information from in between and what caused the collapse back right, to sure. and it's just all really fun okay. to like dig yeah. around for and yeah. I mean, find all that stuff so. is it would it be mass spoilers or has it even come up in the game how did we go from like you know Instagram and iPhones to <laughs> robot dinosaur well that's it it's like there's a little bit not got of, to that yet I don't know I've seen little hints of it like there's one bit where some guy's talking about going to like some stadium to watch the robot battles. Oh. And so it sounds like maybe they were being made for that or something, sort of Robot Wars style guy on hand. I don't know. But yeah, it's like you just can you get a piece it together bit by bit, and I don't know enough yet. So. Yeah, that's cool. Nice. Yeah, that's I really like cool. it. I like it. It's nice world yeah. building. Mm. Yeah. And they give it you just little pieces. Yeah. And it's just absolutely beautiful as well, like just visually stunning mm. game. And I really like the main character. She's really well written and well formed just likeable as well so. what what in the butt <laughs> what what <laughs> she's, she's voiced by Tiny Tina yeah oh, oh she yeah, is yes yeah that's true <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah. The, that's the only line I remember from Tiny Tina in Fortnite <laughs> so, yeah, uh, so Ashley yeah. Birch that's who it is yes. yes yeah so yeah it's good I like it I'm still not that far into it but I'm enjoying it okay um, I do think it does well as well actually it's like it kind of sets up this hunter-gatherer thing. And it does make you constantly go around, like, picking up all the berries and sticks you find and stuff just for crafting purposes. Okay. That would be tedious if it didn't fit the, the kind of the tone of the game, but it just mm. it feels really like it works. So, yeah, no, that's good. Okay. Okay. Um, what else? Uh, the VR update for Wipeout came out. And it is fucking amazing. It makes yeah. Wipeout so much better when Wipeout's <laughs> already amazing in the first place. Just, I'm like, yeah, it's, it's, it is. it's just, it's a fantastic thing to have. Is, it, is this for the Wipeout you said you wouldn't play? It is, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, I said before, didn't I? Yeah, you know, did, I yeah. Started, like, I folded and bought it because I knew this update was coming. Yeah. And this update's been made by bits like five people. All right. It's such a tiny team really? we put this update together. So, yeah. Um, yeah, two guys from this one company, and then like a producer and a artist and someone else from the other. It's just yeah, it's like wow. a tiny team have done it. 
Um, like bedroom corridors. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. It's quite nice. So like, companies would go. It does sort of hark back to like old yeah. school. Yeah, mid eighties. Yeah, That's British cool. development, and it's just it's, <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. Just it's so good to be able to go around a big loop and look up and probably see what's coming, you know. And or judge the corners properly because you can see around them, and it just it works <laughs> so well. Works so well. Have you had any vomit-inducing moments? No, I get this weird thing when I start to get motion sickness. Did I you, told me about about you told me about it, yeah. It doesn't make me feel like I'm going to throw up. Yeah. It makes me feel like I'm going to do a massive runny shit. Oh, damn. So I have to go like... like whoa, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I start to get that feeling. And it doesn't actually happen. It's just like... It just, but it's just... Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so I can do like five races in a row maybe and then I'll take a break. And like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's yeah. advisable. Just, just work for a gym. Get some, uh, <laughs> get some nappies, <laughs> some adult diapers and, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I've been playing that a lot and it's great. Um... And then just this last week and a bit, um, so you know, Player Unknown Battlegrounds came out for iOS, yeah, as a, yeah, yeah, as a free to play. The scourge. So I picked it up and gave it a go. What's it like? And it was okay. It was kind right. of fun, but it's it still looks pretty jank and it still plays a bit jank. And I mean, touchscreen in the face isn't the best way to do this at all. And then like a few days after that. Because Fortnite Battle Royale had already been on iOS free to play, but like invite only, oh, and then yeah. they opened it to everybody. So I tried that, and it just looked so much better, and it so much more kind of just polished and friendly and fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I was straight away like, this is great. That's what I want to play on iPhone. So I downloaded it on PS4, and I'm just I love it. It's great. Yeah. I want you all to play with me. Oh it's, it's my great. god! Just fun, jump wow. in. It's okay. great. Right. Really fun time. Um, I'll give it a go. Yeah. And it's free. And it's I'm great. not playing anything else on PS4, so... Yeah. I'm just... So yeah, we should all try that. Okay. Um, the thing is, I'm enjoying it so much that I'm now actually going back to playing on mobile as well. Like, I get in bed. <laughs> and when I'm trying to get to sleep, I'm like, I'll just do a couple of rounds. And so, yeah. Man, can you imagine it. if this comes out on Switch? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's, I think I read it is doing. Is it? Yeah, it's on everything. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I've just installed okay. it on my laptop as well, so it's like... It yeah. didn't start off as, like, that Battle Royale thing, did it? It started off as, like, a tower defence. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, almost. and it sucked. And yeah, the, yeah, weird yeah. Is, the weird thing is, it's still got that in there. Like, the mechanism to be able to build stuff is still in there. Mm. And when you watch people, like... I mean, the other thing, thing that's fun is, like, you play through your game and you get knocked out at whatever point you get knocked out. Then you just become a spectator, and it's it's fun to watch. Because you right. get to watch people who are decent at it do well. Okay. Um, and, yeah, when you get down to the last two, if the two decent players... They'll be building massive towers and kind of sniping each other as they go and hiding from each other. And so yeah, the building right. thing's still a big part of it. But yeah, the other thing is, it's like it's very tactical and it's not actually very kind of Twitch based at all. Right. Okay. Like if you can do a good job of, I mean, it's all over Twitch. That's the thing. Like I just mean in terms of Twitch gameplay. I mean, like, oh, it's, right, not, it's okay. not a cold where it's just like <laughs> yeah, someone slips out and they're dead. Totally. You don't have to just. You're not going to just win by being good at shooting. You're going to win by having good ideas about what areas to go to, when, where okay. to hide. Getting a bit lucky with what weapons you pick up to some extent, but yeah. yeah, you can like you kind of camp out a lot of it. And if you're doing it decently, then yeah, you, you can do well. I mean, I usually do pretty well with pretty poor FPS skills, to be honest. Mm. So, okay, okay, yeah, no, it's, it's fun. Um, I feel like I was building something else last time, but anyway, no, it's good, it's good, so. okay, but yeah, so yeah, that's the thing. So, I'm not doing any of the building stuff, I don't understand it at all, right? But I can still finish top 10. Fairly I've not got a win yet, but I thought you'd all be about the building stuff. I just haven't worked out the interface, and it's, you don't—it doesn't feel like you need it. So, mm. and also, you don't want to be there trying to figure out a building interface when someone might turn up behind you and kill you. you know? yeah. So, yeah. maybe I need more of a you need the stress, man. You need yeah. the stress because 
inside the uh, or something. I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah. it's great. It's great cool. Not like Fortnite, PUBG, all this stuff. I just, I just look at it and I'm just like, nope. Why though? It just doesn't. It just doesn't appeal to me. I, I can't put the exact reason on it. Like mm. I'm not a, I'm not a PvP type person anymore. Anyway. Neither am I. Yeah, I, we know I'm, that. <laughs> I'm a grindy like I don't RPG know. I mean, progression. What, what kind of person. weird is like you play this game with a hundred other people? Spending mostly time just hoping you don't see any of them. No, it's like <laughs> <laughs> just trying to hide out and feel tense, and it's great. And yeah, when you get into the final ten, it's like it's proper adrenaline. It's really good fun. All right, I mean, I was chatting to someone about this, and I'm like, I'm hoping this. I, well, from the way you're speaking, you must be would hope this happen. But I'm hoping this doesn't become the new Call of Duty Gold Rush. Well, this is what we were, right. we were talking it's, it's about. Already yeah. Yeah, right. It's already happening. Yeah, it's already Because um, the people that made that flop game, Lawbreakers. They've revealed their uh, their PUBG yeah, game. Yeah, I saw that. Who cares, man? It's like, yeah, it's like, but what? But they're kind of like, why not? It's just like make it free, make it early access, quote unquote. Um, and then no one criticizes it. It looks like shit. It's just like, ah, it's early access. Uh, you're not paying for it, you know. Just yeah. as long as you feed some money into us every now and again. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm worried that that that's the future of gaming. It is. It's it's like bat- the battle royale thing is going to become the new zombie mode, or you yeah. know, like or Whatever. Uh, I really hope not. I hope Red Dead doesn't have a frame in Battle Royale mode. <laughs> Although oh, I almost wish it does. No, you said that. Because really it would, that would be awesome. That it would, would be awesome. murder. Because all these guys making their freebie games on shoestring budgets and making some microtransactions I mean, in the background. It's going to have it because they've already put it into GTA Online. Really? 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 Yeah, there's why, like versions of like that people that? have made of it. I'm not sure if some of them are oh, okay. official or not. Right, no, but, it's not yeah, yeah. official. I don't yeah. know. Because surely it'd be a bigger news story if it's actually built. Yeah. Because imagine, like, like I said, all these guys, like the PUBG guys are small guys. They're like essentially indie. Yeah. Fortnite is their bigger kind of studio, right? Yeah. But it's epic. So they've yeah. done a lot of stuff, but not a lot of stuff recently. Yes. Yeah. But when you've got big swinging dick money like Rockstar, they got the money to be like, we're going to just make the absolute best whatever it is that's on the market right now. No one will be able to compete with the level of polish and money and resources. Well, I mean, Blizzard. The other people G- are, GTA you know, Online Blizzard gets a PUBG Star Battle Royale mode in Smuggler's Run. So yeah, it was Rockstar. Right, okay. Yeah. How is that not? Because GTA 5 Online is already huge. How is adding... I mean, I've, I've watched people play such a, it. So. It's such a simple dynamic to add to anything where you've already got an open world of a bunch of weapons, you know? It's mm. like, all you need to do is like, Put a timer on it and make your map shrink. Yeah, down. And it's like that's it. You build the game, so it's so easy to do, and it's such a compelling gameplay dynamic that I can't see why anyone wouldn't do it. Really, you might as well give it a go. I guess the difference is Destiny Three, man. Destiny Three, yeah. Bungie. You know, what? I guarantee Bungie fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> even even if someone hands them the template, like here, yeah. it's this this simple. I tell Bungie you what, would fuck. Them what up. if they've delayed Red Dead to put it in? Because <laughs> that yeah. is delayed. Then rip Fortnite. Actually, I say rip Fortnite. The <laughs> fundamental difference is that Rockstar isn't going to give that mode for free. Like you're not, you're buying Red Dead, and it yeah. has that mode. Any anyone can jump on the thing. So, but <laughs> my, I mean, how do I don't want to turn this into a bloody Fortnite show? But no, no, it's fine because like they, it's a big part of gaming. How it's become huge? How do they? So how egregious is like the the microtransaction stuff? Because it has to be purely cosmetic, right? Purely cosmetic. There's nothing you get from it that you need. Um, what it does do is, alright, constantly leveling up your character, but for no reason other than to get yourself more cosmetic unlocks. Yeah. Um, but it does kind of heavily push you towards, like, 
so you can complete certain missions while you're playing the game. So it's like if you land in ten different named areas, then no, you okay. get points towards your level up. So it's sort of like it's got a sort of achievement system built in that's encouraging you to do to level up this thing, mm. which is fun. And what's irritating, I guess, is that initially you've only got a very limited set of achievements you can be aiming for. You know, yeah. like 10, 15 things you can do. And then if you pay for, I don't fully understand how it works, but yeah, basically you pay any level of like unlock and you get access to the, old, the overall season mm. and stuff. And then you get a lot more little targets to aim for. Yeah. So I did, I mean, like within three days of starting playing it, I've spent 12 quid in it. I can't seem to be spending any more on it, but. But it felt worth it, you know. I didn't feel well, well, then, well, that's, well, then that's a simple question. It, it unlocked more gameplay, not in the actual in-world stuff, mm. but in terms of like giving you more stuff Things to be to aiming do. for as you're playing it. So and that's that, it. that felt like fun. That's even more scary because that truly is the future of gaming. And like you offer game for free, and then you just piecemeal whatever it is, and because it's free, your install base is huge, and then all you yeah. need is X percentage of those people to play into it, and that's it. As long yeah. as the cost of games cheap. But there you go. But yeah, I don't know. It's just it's just not. It's just not for me. Well, know? I've said, I didn't think it was for me. I only tried it out of curiosity and then I found I really liked it. I didn't think it was going to do. Mm-hmm. I'll give it a go anyway. Now he's interested. Now. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know what I mean? Like, I, I really need, like, substantial grind and actual gain. That's why this is a flop. Because you don't, you don't gain anything from what you do. Well, that's really, true. Right? Um, you know, what gain do you get from being good at anything? Like, you're getting better every time, you're getting better results every time. That's mm. your game. It's feeling like you're developing skills in something. Yeah, but you know me, I play RPGs. Like, I play all the RPGs. No, no, I play no, all no, RPGs no. That, that don't suck, but yeah. Um, but you know, what's your gain in Street Fighter? You play Street Fighter. It's not like you're leveling Street up Fighter's really bit... when you play, but you're getting better and better at it, and that's your reward. So. Street Fighter's a bit different, but even then, I would I would give Capcom money. That's, that's scarce, come from me. I would give Capcom money if they put in War Tour mode. So all of all my favorite fighting games have, have died off because they've killed the modes I used to enjoy. So Street Fighter has no War Tour mode, which used to be an RPG mode that was in our free. That's gone. Soul Calibur removed Edge Master mode, which is sacrilege, from Soul Calibur Five, and I don't know if it's going to be in Soul Calibur Six. Interesting too. So that's leveling up dynamics, doesn't it? It's I did enjoy it. Getting gear that makes you better at different things. It did, and I did enjoy it. The only thing is. It gets super tedious in Injustice 2 because of the way they did it. Is it More just like, so than, oh, it's all loot box towers, and you don't get anything. You, you don't necessarily get what you want for your guy. You do. You do towers that gives you random stuff, and sometimes they have dedicated planets where every single mission you do will get you stuff. But all the right. problem is that they went about it the wrong way. I don't want to have to fight like fifteen people and then Justice start like two round matches to get one piece of armor. Yeah. Which, like, yeah, sometimes looks swag, or sometimes, yeah, it gives you nice, like, stats, or maybe, like, a perk if you get set. But it's just 15 fights, no break is teat. So you're like, and when every fight feels the same, you're just like, oh man, this is really long. Whereas in something like Soul Calibur, for example, they give you at least more varied fights. Like, the, the injustice levels where it's like you're definitely going to get something good is just straight, boring fights. Yeah. Whereas the injustice levels where you're not going to get anything good is like, you know, the screen's upside down or, like, missiles are raining. And so, okay, this is fun. I would be willing to do a combination of this if it led something. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I enjoy, I enjoy that in fighting games more. And that's why I feel yeah. like fighting games are kind of dying now. That's actually, it. that's one of the things I've played since we last did Nerdwell. I started playing some Injustice because, yeah, he's up for Jonah. Um, he loves it. 
but oh my god, I've got nowhere with it because whenever I play, he wants to play with me, mm. and he consistently wipes the fucking floor with me. Jim, it's like he's just—he's the right age now, <laughs> and I'm the right age. I, where I my reflexes are starting to drop, his are at peak, and he just—I can't get anywhere, and it makes me so angry. Like the only game, the only thing in the world that makes me swear at him. I just can't oh. not be like you little piss face. What you're doing? Just like Jim, every like, oh my god! Here's the crazy thing: <laughs> if I told you that, and you love numbers, if I told you that, you could mostly beat Jonah just by understanding a few numbers. I'm sure that's true. And apparently, there's a new tutorial that includes this stuff. Seen that the new version? I've not seen that, but the training mode. Look, the way I learn, like Never Realms fighting games, and I enjoy Never Realms fighting games, is in the practice mode. Every single move has a number, and that move, that number tells you exactly what's good and bad about your move. Yeah, and it also says what's good and bad about your opponent's move. So if you're like, oh man, he's you, he's rinsing this move on me, and I just can't, I can't retaliate from this move. You go, okay, well this move is actually every time I block it, it's this minus number. So all I have to do is push a button that's got a, far, a you know a better number than that, and I'll beat that. And then he loses his turn. Like, yeah, if you sure broke that's it, true. If you broke but then that wouldn't be math, fun either. You're yeah. gonna beat like, him with math. Even though it's irritating to be beaten by him, beat he him. loves it so much that I love it. And if I was just beating him back, then he'd be upset. Yeah, but you, you, know, you got you up your game a little bit because otherwise yeah. he'll get bored. Yeah, he'll get bored of beating you. Yeah, Jim, man, you don't want to think. You don't want to throw a few in there to not. You don't want to think that you are, as they say in FGC, free. Right. You, you want to make sure that you put it to him, man. So the, the, my, two yeah. advice, my two bits of advice to you, and these are hallmark advice. One, learn the numbers. <laughs> two, pick a top tier character. Pick the, the yeah, cheapest you, character so who, who? you can think of, right? Um, you've got a couple of choices depending on how who, you well, want to Hang on, who are you currently playing as? Harley Quinn, ninety percent of the time. All right. Every, every time I try somebody else, I just seem to do even worse. So. <laughs> Harley Quinn isn't Harley Quinn's not bad at all, and she's got quite a bit of spam. And you can mostly beat him with gun spam. That's what I'm content to get away with. with. I'll, I'll knock something off him with some guns and with some dogs. That's yeah, it. that's that's trick, especially at guns. But you could beat him with Supergirl because okay. her teleport punch is real cheap. She just disappears and appears behind you and punches you in the back there. And you could, with a bit of practice, mostly put up a good fight with Superman. Because Superman is yeah, the... He's so really sluggish when I was... Playing. Superman is the all-rounder, man. Like, okay. he is the man of steel. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, Joe mains Green Arrow and Flash, pretty much. Better Blue Beetle, but also mm, really Flash is surprising. Flash is really fiddly. Like, a really fiddly, difficult character to use. Yeah. And Green yeah. Arrow is... He seems to do a lot with him anyway. <laughs> spam the arrows and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So... Superman is cheap because he can make himself stronger. He's got mad fireballs. Like you can just jump up, fly, and keep spamming fireball. Okay. There's not a whole lot you can do against that. If he gets near you, frost breath. But the thing is, to do any of this, I need to be practicing when he's not around, don't I? I need to at least be able to play these tutorials. I don't get time to do that because the only time I've got this downtime, I'm playing Horizon. That's what it's said. So if I commit, then yeah, maybe. Have we got it downloaded here? Uh, no, we've got it on disc actually, so I don't have to do the downloadable okay. version. So. Hmm. Wait, but I know I've got it as part of my thing. Alright. Oh, my PSA. Jim, I'm willing to give you a t- five minute, because I know your time is precious, a five minute crash course in Injustice. <laughs> yeah, right? Just because just I know your time is precious. Five minute crash okay. course in Injustice. This sounds good. And see if that improves your odds. Right. I'm not saying that I'm going to turn you to... I'll yeah, log in and I'll download I'm it. I'm going to turn you to Sonic Fox it. overnight. I'm just <laughs> going to point out some few things that could possibly potentially 
Okay. Tip the skills. All right. Okay. Any other video game stuff? Uh, the only thing I've started and I've not played much about, got like maybe two hours in, is Mario Odyssey. Finally made a start on it. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, it's so perfect that it almost feels like I'm not playing it. Like wow. It's so friction free and so right. such a smooth ride. Yeah. That you almost feel like it's playing itself. <laughs> wow. Which is both a massive compliment and a little bit of like. So it hasn't quite grabbed me yet, you know. It's like right, okay. I don't feel like I want to keep. It's not nagging in the back of my mind going. I want to go back to it the way like fucking Born at the moment, right? It's like <laughs> right, okay. it's not got in. It's not got its closing. It's that not way. got its itch on you. At the yeah. Moment. Okay. But it is. There is nothing I don't like about it. I, I love. I, just... I, I love that game. I love it mostly for the little, just little ideas that just make you go, huh, oh, okay, yeah, that's cool. That's like I'm not seeing well, that. See, that's cool. That's it for quite a while. Mario games because I feel the same way about Mario 3D World. That was I loved everything about it. Mm. It had lots of those that are like it'll give you a little throwaway thing that's like that was cool, and it goes away again. Mm. And yeah, it was just yeah, I kind of I glided through it and put it right. down and never thought about it again. The, the problem I have with Mario Odyssey is is still that 3D Mario thing, where yeah. yeah just where like you can just be a little bit off on in terms of like where you actually are in terms of your placement in the world and it'll just fuck up what you're doing and like <laughs> yeah, yeah I don't know if it's just me I, well this is it like I said I don't know if it's just me or if you know like I've always struggled with it like like even so like anything that's like 3D platformer if like if you can't quite see the angle that you need to go properly, you can just mis- misjudge it, and it just fucks me off. That that's that's the yeah. thing. But yeah, I've never really had that. But the thing is, I mean, I played so much Mario Six before that I kind of like that might be the other reason it feels too smooth to me as well. Like, because I've already mastered that <laughs> control interface. Like, it's just it's built into my fingers now. Okay. I can't get it wrong. So <laughs> yeah, it reminds me actually because the other sixty-four game I played so much of was Wave Race sixty-four, and then the sequel to that on GameCube. Right. Like I think I talked about it before. I like. So looking forward to it. Yeah, clocked the whole thing in like two nights. Which, like, oh shit! Yeah, we did talk about it because it was actually it was part like of the races thing where it's like Chewie yeah. was talking yeah, about yeah. like you said wave race and she was like oh GameCube and you were like no yeah <laughs> and that's it so maybe it's maybe I've kind of spoiled it for myself by just being so at a point where I'm skilled enough at it that there's no challenge <laughs> and so that part of it too possibly possibly. I mean, a, there's so much to do in that game though in terms of the, like the actually game. Well, that's the other thing. Yeah, there's like there's a moons. lot of them moons. I'd, yeah. Oh yeah, what was it? So I was first in the the Mexican sandy world bit. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you've got like those little circles in the corner. And you think that's all the moons you got to get. And it's like so it gets to the point where it's like oh, I could go on to the next world, but I'll just get these last two, and then I'll finish this one. Yeah. And then you get those last two, and it's like oh no, I've still got like fifty to buy. Yeah. There's like a ton of moons on every level. So. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like, that's when... the thing about it's like it's, it's an exploration game, and all my favorite games are exploration games. Okay. Just, you know, route around Yeah. I just like it. Like, the little ideas and things that it just throws for you, it's just like, oh man, yeah. it's so cool. Um, any, any other video games or anything? Uh, I think that's it. Um, I mean, there's probably other stuff I've played bits of here and there, but then if you want to see Yeah, okay. Um, I so. Okay. So, what's Well, mine's really a, um, a tale of two games. Um, oh, yeah. I have completed Breath of the Wild, um, nice. which is fantastic but let down by some little tiny things that have really bothered me okay. <laughs> one, I that game is flawless it's not, no it's not it's not flawless um, I had to turn off the English language and put it to the Japanese yeah I heard Princess Zelda's a bit not even Zelda man like all of them all <laughs> like all like it's just like they were like 
man, who have we got just like hanging out on the street outside the office where we can just bring them in here and they can do some voices for this? It is it is jarring oh, yeah. um, and just totally takes you out of it. So that's really, really pissed me off. But the other thing is, it's this one fucking thing. I talked about it with Chewie. Like, and I think I talked about it on the last Nerdroid, but you guys can see what you think as well. So this, this thing where like, if your inventory is full, right? And yeah. this is this is a game where your shit like breaks. Yeah. Right? So you, so you want up. to so you want to keep backups and like a lot of the time your inventory is gonna be full, right? Because there's decent weapons, you wanna hold on to them. Yeah. If you find another decent weapon and you're like, man, that one's mm, that's got like two extra hit points on it. Mm, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna take that with me. And you open the chest and it goes, da 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 here's what here's what it is, and you're just like, fuck yes. And it's like your inventory is full. Closes the fucking chest and boots you out of like the thing. And you're just like, why would you not just allow me to access my inventory and just be like, okay, I'm gonna swap this out for this. Why would you not do that? But how long it takes like learn to just always keep a gap in your inventory, like tree. You don't. You don't. You don't do it because you like should. honestly, because like shit breaks and you want to make sure that you've got the right stuff and the like... right weapons for different enemies as well. Because as you know, like there's this huge mo- like moblin characters that are like you know like ten foot tall. Like you want to keep them away from you, so you've got spears like mm-hmm. you know to prod them from afar. So it it just grates on me so much. Um, but other than that, and the only other problem I have with it is that like there's this thing where like you, if you can see it, you can go there like within Zelda, and it's kind of like wicked. Okay. That mountain, I'm gonna go climb that mountain, and there's bound to be there's bound to be something at the top of that mountain, right? Nice. Because it's Zelda. Yeah. There are, there is something at the top oh. of that mountain. Yeah. There's something at the top of every mountain. It's the same thing. Oh. It's a Korok seed. That's oh. it. Like there doesn't there's no other secrets within like you know, like when you used to find like a hidden or you like you'd lift up in Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Right? You'd lift up a bush and there was a hole in the ground, and you'd be like, Oh shit, I'm gonna go down this hole. Yeah. There's gonna be something cool in it. You do that in Breath of the Wild. You'll go. You'll you'll find some hole somewhere, and you'll go in there, and you'll be like, "Oh, it's a it's a Korok seed." <laughs> and the Korok seed, all it does is it upgrades slots in your inventory. Dude, that's that gold dust. Considering what... yeah, you no, said but you you've got them. a limited amount. It doesn't go beyond a certain amount of inventory <laughs> slots. <laughs> what? So it's just like so it's not even like collectibles like get all the Korok seeds. No, it? well, I mean, you could. But you just don't want it. There's no fucking point. Once you get to a certain point, but, I mean, just you can't of, upgrade your inventory. You it's, 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 it's just got a stats page saying Korok seeds found 50 or 500. Yeah. That's enough for me. To, that's incentive, you know. That's like GTA collectibles. And that's enough. You can choose to do I've never actually done it, but you can choose to go and get it. But does man. it even do that? I think it, it does, but then that's, it's I not, guess that's, that's it, just yeah. not interesting enough. But I get to, your point. Uh, no, I, I get your point. Like, sometimes you wish... I mean, yeah, they can balance it a bit. Like, sometimes it's just a seed thing, and sometimes it's some crazy boss. And you're like, oh, shit. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I it's just that. the fact there's no variety in the secrets that you find. Like, it's like, oh, okay. Oh, it's not a heart container. Oh, oh, it's, oh, it's not something that's going to help my stamina. Oh, it, it's a Korok seed. And my inventory slots are all done. Sounds like real life. <laughs> <laughs> what do you get when you climb a mountain in real life? You get to look at the view from the top it's of true. the mountain. It's true, it's um, true. You don't even get a Korok seed. Beyond that, it is fucking fantastic I mean it, it really is um, it, it deserves every plaudit that's been thrown at it, it it's it's amazing and, and it's and it's not 
it's not a small game like in terms of the amount of stuff like i just didn't realize it's like a technical marvel that they've got all of that information onto that fucking little cartridge because yeah it's such a massive world um it's just a shame that once you've completed it all you get is like a little star next to your save file and then it just boots it does the usual zelda thing where yeah. it boots you back to before the game battle so you don't get to see the world afterwards or anything like that really but how many games even do i like, completing super mario world and getting all 96 levels and you get a star next to your star, your save file name yeah but i mean i think i think what i'm meaning is that like i was so intrigued by this world and wanting it to be better that when I completed it, I wanted to see some sort of recovery, you know, or some sort of like end game after it, mm. and and that's just not there. Like sometimes it's just about the journey, baby. That's true. That is true. But yeah, I get it. You know, you go back to the shower and it's fucked. You're not going to see the recovered world. It's worse than it was when you started out. That's true. But then that bit gets sorted as well, and then you get to well, there's some little epilogue thing. In the third ending. Yeah. Um... The other thing I've been playing is, and telling you recently, um, Sea of Thieves. Oh, Holy yeah. shit! I have not had as much fun uh, playing a video game with people since you and I used to play Borderlands Two together oh, uh, with no Seb. Like it is, it is so much fun. Like we jumped on. Uh, it was Luke, uh, Robin, and Robin's wife Nicola, and we jumped on, on Sunday, and it's just just mad hijinks of just being really? like yeah it's beautiful as well like right. yeah. I mean you like the, the wave effects in uh, Wave Race yeah. this is that level of oh man like the way they have captured this yeah, the way it looks like, oh god it is yeah it is unbelievable um, and, and and even even down to like if there's a full moon the way that the water looks just as the waves are cresting it's got that greenness to it of like the blue and the white of the moon coming in. Just looks amazing. But just what what makes it is playing with your friends. Mm-hmm. So like there's this one bit where we've been on this island and we were hunting for chickens. Because there's three different guilds within it and one of them is like a merchant's guild. So we're hunting for these like red speckled chickens, right? And we haven't realised that in the centre of the island is two other players who have a sloop which is one of the smaller vessels and we've got a galleon Mm. and we've not actually gone up against anybody at this point so we don't know what the fuck to do or anything like that and we were just like oh man I was just like guys 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 there's there's another ship here there's a ship in the centre of this island because it's like an island you can sort of it's got like underground cave area and um (laughs) and we all started panicking not knowing what the fuck to do (laughs) and then all of a sudden you just hear Luke go guys guys there's someone on our ship (laughs) <laughs> what? And we're like, oh fuck! Robin make, makes it back to the ship. Like he kills the guy because Luke's just fucking running around panicking. <laughs> and um, and I'm on the island still. I'm just like, oh fuck, oh fuck! And I'm swimming out to the ship as Robin's like cast off the anchor because we're like, we've got we've got the better ship. Yeah, we're just fucking useless at using it. <laughs> and like, so we we. I'm swimming back and like Nicola's like Bay's not gonna make it. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my god, oh my god! And I finally get onto the ship. And we're like, and we get away. And then we see them cast off anchor and start to follow us. And we're like, oh my God, we're running from a two-person ship, guys. We're four people. <laughs> like, 
we're, we're the scrubbiest of the scrubs. And we're like, okay, we're going to turn around. We're going to face these guys. So we turn around and face them. But we're not at the right angle to face them. And they've come, uh, they've turned to the right angle and they're fucking bombarding our ship. Jesus. And so like one of the guys is downstairs like hammering fucking wood to cover up the holes as the water's like flowing in. And yeah. another one is like bailing, bailing it all out and everything. And like one of us is trying to be on the cannons. And one of us is like driving the ship, but no one's in charge of the sails, so we're not getting fast enough, like with the fucking wind. And then, like the guys, we just get to the right angle where they're coming towards us, and our cannons are all faced like straight at them, and we just fucking bombard the front of their ship. And then the kraken appears. <laughs> the actual fucking kraken appears, like over around the two of us. Dramatic time. Takes yeah, takes their ship down, and then I'm just like. Oh my god! Like <laughs> we, we defeated them, and now we're all gonna die, and our chickens are gone. Like our chickens are gonna die as well, and like this fucking kraken is just like, t- and we're trying to fight it, and then all of a sudden, like Nick was like, "It's grabbed me! It's grabbed me!" Oh, oh crap, crap, crap! And then it just takes her under the water, and we just watch Nicola just fucking drown <laughs> in the water. And then we're like, oh god, there's three of us against the Kraken. And then all of a sudden you see Luke fly up in the air with another tentacle and fucking pulled in the water. <laughs> and then like, Robin's just like, guys, I don't think we're getting out of this. And me and him are like firing the cannons into like the leg, not the legs, the tentacles. Yeah. And like, and then all of a sudden Robin's gone and it's just me on the ship and I'm just like, guys, guys. <laughs> and then a tentacle comes down for me and just fucking drags me under. And we just, we wake up on an island and there's like another galleon there and it's just like, off you go, go and do it again. <laughs> and it's just fucking brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant, man. Honestly. How many hours have you spent on it? Um, since getting it on the Friday, um, I probably spent a good. I played it most of Friday afternoon. I played it most of Saturday, and I played it all day on Sunday. Like I mean, <laughs> and like, and most of that was just me playing on my own. Just learning how to sail. Because what I've read is, oh, that's just great. Well, there's nothing else to it, and it wears off pretty thin because they've not given you enough. I I think that's I think that's definitely true. I think if you're playing with people that are your friends, yeah, but then that's true. It's way different. Any good sandbox where there's nothing much to do but you're having fun with friends, yeah, it's gonna work. I I think I don't want another Minecraft. I want something. This is different. It is different from Minecraft. Like I just mean like another thing where I've got to bring my own game to it. Yeah. I, de- I definitely think some of that's true, um, but I also think it's it's got such scope yeah. for stuff to be added to this that's going to make it. I mean, you still get to level up. There's three different girls you got to level up, and and you, you know getting gold, and then you're getting ships. I mean, there was one point I was playing on my own, and just some dicks, just they were fucking assholes to me. I'd literally logged in. I had like a tiny two-person ship. I'm doing with one person. Yeah. And uh, I logged in, and all of a sudden I just see this galleon come sweeping into like the harbour area, and it's like got decked out fucking like like sails, spinning rooms. Like yeah, these guys have just like tripped this thing out. Obviously been playing like since like day of release. They're all friends together because I could hear them on the voice chat, and they literally just like roll in, fucking bombard the shit out of my boat. My boat goes in with like goes down <laughs> in like a minute. I'm not on it. I'm just on the jetty, just watching my boat be destroyed. And I just thought, I'm not getting out of this. So I just started waving and dancing at them. And then they just came over, two shotguns to the head, fucking dead. And it's just like, okay. Minis. That doesn't sound like a fun time, you know? No, but... (laughs) And if there's too much of that and then not enough of the other stuff, then it's kind of... Well, this is the thing. Like, I've only went into that once and played it a lot so far. 
okay. in the three days I was playing it. Okay. And you know, if you if you do run into that, you just log into a different server. But you just literally log out and then just log back in. You scuttle your ship and just log back in. And you know, it's also nice. Like you know, there was one point where we um, when we were on our galleon and we locked Luke in the brig. You know, <laughs> but my character was really really drunk and I just happened to have like the the bailing bucket in front of me. And it had it has that thing where like you know if you get too drunk you throw up, and I was throwing up into the bucket <laughs> and then just throwing out all Luke's character. Oh, <laughs> but um, yeah, and it's just it has like little things in it where like you can play instruments and stuff like with sea shanties and that, and you know if one person starts it with their instrument, automatically the person that comes in next with their instrument it'll do the same song and it'll add to the harmony with a different instrument and stuff. It's just just really, really good. There's just nice little touches in it. And like I said, it's beautiful and the sailing is perfect. Um, yeah. I, I, I just want to play this game with as many people as possible. I don't know if any... I wonder whether like any ex-Lionhead people that look at Wreck. They were like geographically close to each other. A lot of the stuff in this looks really it's, similar. To it does have that me. sort of fable, whimsical yeah. style yeah. to it. Yeah, for sure. Um, and that'd be good because you know well, yeah. Lionhead was a good studio yeah. but um yeah oh god you guys need to get it and just play with play it with me man it's not like, a system seller dude I'm not going to buy an Xbox or oh for me that's a system seller like no. I'm I'm hoping to keep my Xbox but I'm not sure because I've got to go on holiday but um you've got an Xbox right die that touch get this game you've already got one I mean in it's, fact it's basically free isn't it if you get the yeah it's, it's free if you've got the games with gold yeah. If if you've got games with gold, you can download it for free. If not, I'm going away on holiday. You can just have my copy. Also, I mean, I'm going away on holiday at some point, but yeah, um, um, yeah, I, I shall. But it's just oh god, it's so much fun. See. So much fun. Um, and and there is a leveling up aspect to it in terms of like the merchants and you know what you can buy with gold. I've already purchased my hook hand and my peg leg, <laughs> um, which I don't know how it works because it means like. The guy's purposely chopped his leg off and put a peg on. Because um, he started off with, you know. Gotta be that pirate swag, man. Pirate <laughs> That's the thing for me. I'm, just, I'm not into pirates. Just don't, I don't get pirates. I like pirates. Yeah, I think. The, boring. Boring. the The game is definitely made by the people playing it. Because like, there's always that fear. Like, you know, the amount of times we saw a ship on the horizon, we're, and. and you know that that ship has got other people playing the game on it, and you know that they're either thinking, "I'm going to avoid those people. Fuck it, I've got some really nice shit on my on my boat. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to risk this." Or they might be thinking, "Or oh, we can take them and take their shit." And it's got that level of like, "This sounds like Eve." Oh fuck! <laughs> it's, I don't know. It's uh, just, I don't know. It sounds like Eve with less pressures. <laughs> Only just reminded me of Fortnite. You know, same thing. Like you see someone over the top of the hill, and they like. Constantly sizing up whether yeah. should I be running away from the person? Yeah, yeah, totally. Should I just give him a shot? You know, like, yeah, snipe him. Yeah, but you, know, you might lose your shit. Yeah, but it's and still you still so good. Yeah, like, oh, fuck it. This stuff's not that good. I'm just gonna have a couple of shots, <laughs> and then you get a headshot. He's like, oh come on, that was amazing. <laughs> and then you get his nice shit. So yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, it's really worth your time. So uh, rare on rare form, yeah, 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 rare totally, yeah. Um, and I love rare, rare. You know, it's only taken them like such I don't know, 10 a place years. in my heart, but they have not. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, the only Xbox One game I play already, <laughs> not play already, own already, is Rare Replay. So, yeah, right. So maybe I'll get an Xbox and just get that and play it. Yeah, and not ever yeah. get anything else and just be a um, pure Rare machine. Yeah, it's 
man, it's really good. Um, and like I say, like it, it's beautiful. It really is like in HDR. Oh my god. Um, yeah, I've really not been watching any YouTube or anything because I, even though I don't feel like I want to play it, I don't want to spoil it either. <laughs> so I guess part of me is thinking I will do it at some point. Definitely, let me know if you do because yeah. yeah, we can we can definitely hide from some other ships. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's great stuff as well. Like if you're in a storm, your compass just like just goes everywhere, and like you're like you definitely feel that you're fighting against like the storm sort of yeah. thing as you're going through it. It's amazing. Um, no. But yes, anyway, I'll move on from that. Um, yeah, well, that's like that's what I've been playing. Like yeah. those two games, basically. Um, so yeah, very much a tale of two games. Um, so, movies. What have people watched? Well, I listened to last week's podcast and listened to you and Chewie being, In wrong, being wrong about Black Panther. Oh, oh, oh! oh. Why were we? Why were we wrong? Why? You know what? Just why were you wrong? Why would you want to be on the wrong side of history? Which <laughs> like, oh, we come on, man! It's like laying it on thick already. Damn, yeah, damn. Why, just, why, the, why are we on the wrong the side of history? The petty problems you picked up with that film, which is... That it's a, a mediocre film. A good... Lay it, lay it on me, baby. It's just this. What's the beef? That it's a mediocre film. It's an important film. And honestly... Didn't just... Did not... Did, there was, was no part of it where I said it wasn't important. I was trying to pluck up some like, analogy for this. And it's like you were sat listening in the audience while Martin Luther King was telling you about his dream. And you were sat there going, you know, Chewy... I'd, Everyone told me this was going to be such an awesome speech. I wouldn't put this. But that suit this, he's wearing, man. Everyone wears that suit. I would, I I've seen that suit so many times. On the level just, of I the mean, importance of Martin Luther King's <laughs> speech. <laughs> I mean, just read the right stuff, man. But this it's a film that means a lot to a lot of people in a good way. And it's, cool. That's fine. I'm not, there's not one part of me that will take it, that away from people. Sometimes it's more important to show up and just let other people... We were to, discussing to, movies. To say, your seen. opinion isn't the important thing about that film. I don't know, why, why is my opinion I feel not same thing important? Well, because well, honestly, I came out of it, and that was my lesson from this film: is that you know what? What I think of that film is, and it was good. Come on, for me, it was a, like a lesson in stop being such a fucking SJW, right? Because I was watching this film. Oh man, this is getting spicy. I was really liking so much of it. Honestly, it was it was so okay. much stuff in there was great, and especially what I loved was the kind of visual design of it, like. Well, I always like best out of any That's definitely complimented last week. All the, yeah, any, yeah. Anything's even slightly sci-fi for me. If you can see imagery you've never seen before. Yeah, yeah. And that like techno-futurist African architecture, those mm. sweeping shots, just it was beautiful and amazing. Yeah. And, like, yeah, I was getting chills from it. Totally it was, agree. I just absolutely loved it. The story is really properly good. It's like a villain who's ambiguous, who you're sort of rooting for, who you can see why he's wrong, but he's got so much right about what he's doing. Just like, I mean, that's a great thing to have in a you know, superficial superhero movie. It's like it had depth to him, you know, and that was great. Yeah, he's almost the the Malcolm X to uh, to Charles. Uh, yeah, Luther King. Yeah, just great. I mean, good stuff to be covering in a a box office movie, right? Yeah. I have one little niggle, which is I'm a bit bored of superhero films, which end with hero fights, baddie version of same hero. Like that's been done so many times. Is it? That's basically what this ends up with. Yeah, the end fight. Iron not, Man. Yeah. The end fight isn't satisfactory at all. But but who cares? Because the rest of it was so great. Um, but the lesson for me was I was sitting there watching this, thinking, "This is all great, nearly all great." 
But jeez, I don't know if Disney are getting this quite right. I mean, because those scenes where he's talking to his ancestors, that looks like something from the fucking Lion King to me. I think that might be a bit culturally sensitive. And then I come out and read stuff. And Africa loves this film. You know, everybody in Africa loves this film. It's like, it was a lesson to me to be like, what the fuck do you know about what's culturally insensitive? Just shut up. Stop worrying about Canada. Yeah, I quite um, like those dream sequences. Keep your opinions to yourself. Let other people who know say that I won't worry about carry the, the conversation on this. You know, mm. so that's what I took out of it. So, so, yeah, so what, the least interesting thing about that film, in my opinion, that film actually, it's, like, it's a great film. But what I think doesn't even matter. It's like it's an important film for the people who find it important. That's I, a good I'm going to I'm gonna have to jump in here <laughs> as the as the token representative, <laughs> <laughs> as the ambassador for black people. And be like, firstly, Jim, you, you beat yourself up too much, right? Look, I went into this movie going, you know what? You just need to be entertaining movie. That, that's all I literally care about. It needs yeah. to be entertaining movie, right? I understand, like, people talk about importance, representation, all this kind of stuff, right? But it ultimately just needs to be an interesting movie. Like, I'm, like, I'm always kind of like burnout. Not burnout, but I'm always kind of like tired of everyone wanting to make everything like super ultra political and it has to be this down the other right I don't think people are doing that because it doesn't yeah. feel like the conversation around this to me is like uh, a heavy political conversation it feels like it's just sort of joyous that people who are not used to seeing themselves represented in that way get to go hey fucking hell there we are it's great yeah, is that, I mean, that's the tone I've picked up I mean the thing is I'm the wrong person to actually talk about that aspect of anything because I'm always like I'm more about I, I hate kind of like I'm not in this kind of like Kind of collectivist thinking where it's like, oh man, like I can't feel, feel I can't feel good about myself unless like there's some other representation that well, represents yeah. me and my skin color. It's like I, I'm just Nick. I do what I do, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I don't need something else telling me like, oh, like this other thing that you have a tenuous connection to is, is great, and therefore you feel great about yourself. So like, I do things to make myself feel great. Yeah. So the movie was just like, was it a fun action movie? Yeah. Did it have some nice humor in it? Yeah. Was it a bit heavy-handed with the message? Yeah, it was. Even for me, I was like, oh, yeah, I mean, some of, Kill, some of the stuff Killmonger said, like, even my, like, even my brother was like, okay, he's steady on me. Yeah. <laughs> Killmonger's final speech, like, is, is it spoilers? Bury me in the yeah, ocean. Thing. Spoilers yeah. time. Right, bury me in the ocean thing. I was like, even when I was like, that, okay. I mean, there's some things that, <laughs> there's some things that, like, made me laugh to myself about the movie because it's just kind of like you know um like um Wakanda when like it's been run like by Africans kind of like Afro beats like drum music right and then Killmonger takes over and it's like rap music intensifies <laughs> and I was like oh yeah, a... <laughs> really really you're gonna go down <laughs> I was yeah. like, really? He takes over and it's rap music? Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, so that made me laugh. But yeah, I mean, yeah. Was it fun? Yeah, yeah. It was it's just an entertaining movie, right? And you want to talk about representation, make one of these kind of movies for everyone. Make like African, uh, African Native American, Black Panther, and like Asian, Eastern, Western. Like make one of the movies for everyone so everyone feel good about themselves. Kind of thing, right? Step by step. That must have no doubt. But yeah, like I said, I just, it's an entertaining movie. If it's a gateway for more diversity in superheroes, like people go, it creates like a gold rush and they go, okay, oh, well, I wasn't really thinking about this character. Now maybe I can invest in this character and all that kind of stuff. But Marvel runs 
runs the racket on Supreme moves anyway, so they can do whatever they want. But if it opens it up, then great. But I don't need it to be you like... Can't, you can't go away from the fact that it is going to do that because it's been so successful. It's like, what, like, top five highest grossing films of all time already. And it's like, for a film that people, even five years ago, would not have made because they would not have believed it would have box office ability. And it's like... I don't, that's I don't know. Film. I think, to me, I don't, know, I don't know if I can believe that, right? Because there's been loads of successful black movies. There's been movies that are made on shoestring that make money win black communities. Yeah, I'll yeah. Let, otherwise Tyler Perry wouldn't exist. Like, is it Tyler Perry? Yeah. Yeah. He wouldn't exist in all these corny movies. <laughs> but I think Marvel have the game sewn up. So, like, the only people holding any of this back is Marvel themselves. They've got the game so sewn up. Well, exactly. But it's they, so, yeah. All right, you're right. You're right. But then they could have easily not done this and just carried on as they are. Oh, no, no doubt. I mean, look, so, no, no doubt that they could have done it. But I just feel like, like I said, they got the going so sewn up. It's such a thing for it. The other thing as well, they could have done this and fucked it so many different ways. You know, this could have been like cringe city so many ways, and it wasn't. They'd like they nailed it, and yeah. that's important as well. Yeah, I mean, it had a degree of balance. Like I said, like yeah, like I said, some messages were heavy-handed. Like I felt like man, they are beating some people over the head. Right, but you sort of meant to get that from that character. Like he's not meant to be entirely sympathetic. You're meant to be a bit like fucking hell, mate, calm down. You know, that's, because he's also killing tons of people to get his message across. Like. He's not a simple hero. He's the bad guy. No, not even. But not, he's not the bad guy. But he's a bad guy. Not, That's great. Not even from him. Like he, yeah, his speech thing, I was a bit like, and he's been in the museum. I was a bit like, oh, man, come on. But um, no, there are just some other bits where I'm just like, okay, fair enough. Like he, he just kind of felt a bit like, like, all right, I understand. I get what you're, you're trying to do. But do I, do I enjoy it? Yes, I think that's. That's my kind of endorsement, yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of like thing. But what was your? Well, this is the thing. So, 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 so to go back to that, because obviously last week I spoke a little bit about yeah, it. Yeah. And one thing I did say is putting aside all historical context as to what as as to the importance of this mm. as just a movie. I found it just kind of mediocre. There was some great stuff, and I did say like the visuals in it. It looks fantastic. Mm. The CGI looks fucking garbage. Which it felt like they got the budget team to just be like, "Hey, we're gonna do this." I like think in the last thirty minutes, maybe. Yeah, oh there, god, there was some, there was some bad bits. Oh, yeah. so there was some really those rhinos janky were looking the, CGI. And the final fight between those two was like, yeah, pingy little. Um, that's the team, man. Yeah, no, I agree. But, with that, but yeah, the architecture, the music was fantastic as well. But if I was just looking at this, taken away from the context of it being an important movie, which Again, is what I said in last week's thing. Like, if I if I look at this as just a movie, it's just an okay movie. It just seems like a weird thing to say to me. It's like saying, if you take out everything that's good about this and put it on one side, then what's left? I didn't like it very much. No, but, that's oh, not no, what I I'm think, saying. No, I think, I think, no, no, I think, I get what they're saying. I'm not going to put words I'm talking about saying, stuff outside of the movie, like the fact that, you know, it's fantastic that, you know, a, you know, a people that have been underrepresented, underrepresented for a very long time you know have something that is theirs sort of thing you know like that's fucking fantastic and there should be more of that and if but if I take that away and I'm just looking at a movie it's it's just an okay movie to me like I, I just I found it the stuff within it to be okay like you know like the story is an okay story the action was okay some of the acting was not great Really? Like who? Just, what about, like, just characters in general? Like, so many lovable 
characters in there. And yeah, that action scene with the car chase was just, it was like properly exhilarating. I don't know what you could have not liked about that stuff. Black Panther like, Loki killed somebody in that cutscene. <laughs> in, in that, in <laughs> really? He just plays yeah. it off. Yeah. Yeah, well, he, he, throw, he throws again. a dude under the car that his sister's, these little sister's driving. Yeah. Right. She's like, what was that? And he's like, no, don't worry about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they are. But, yeah. <laughs> but no, look, no, jokes like, look, I get, I kind of get what you're saying in the sense that like, if, like, if you remove all the kind of the, the politics yeah, if I remove, it, if I remove right, that from it say, and I look at a this movie, was movie and I go called Black Panther the pacing for me is not, not about quite right futuristic like, Africa right would I, would I still say it's a mediocre movie yes I think that's what you're trying yeah, to get to yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying I'm not saying like this should not be a thing I'm yeah. saying removing myself from the fact that it's something that's frankly needed if I look at this just as a movie for me the pacing isn't great some of the acting I found to be a little bit over the top and hammy. Did um, you not like Andy Sarkis in that movie? I thought he, was he was so fucking great. He really reminded I me of people was... I know in real life of that same kind of like. <laughs> I thought he was good. Swagger thing, like just like but... cock swagger. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, just like, I don't know, just. It, it was just an okay movie. Like, I wasn't. I didn't find the fight scenes. I feel like maybe we just need to watch it again in a different movie. Because even on that, even we've also got to put about, this. We've got to put this into the context as well. But I've kept saying for like the last six months, I'm marvelled out. Well, yeah. Like I'm marvelled and superheroed out. I of think this that's point. it. But you got into it with that mindset, maybe. Well, yeah. I mean, possibly, but know, that's because these movies are very similar in terms of like what they're doing in them. Had a completely different talk. But you've just said that like it's very similar. Earlier on within this conversation, it's no. similar in terms of like you know having like a villain that's like you know the the, the polar opposite of the good guy and that sort of thing. Like there right, are definitely of, themes so only, only in Final Battle. A lot. Only like that's the only thing I've picked up on is like you know I think all the way through it. It's got that thing and this and you know quite a few Marvel films now end with a battle between good guy and palette swaps version of the same good guy. <laughs> That's basically what keeps happening. Yeah, um, but it's not like they were actually the, through the film opposites of the same guy. It's like the you know, yeah, characters. No, the characters weren't that at all. They weren't that at all. They, yeah, they had opposing viewpoints and had to achieve the same end. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, that's what a lot of Marvel movies have had. Yeah. Like you know, like you look at the Iron Man films. Has been like here's here's Iron Man. Here's bad Iron Man. You know, you look at like Thor. Here's Thor. Here's bad Thor. You know, like it. It keeps happening in Marvel movies, and and like I said, maybe I'm marvelled out. But as I, as I said, Nick, like you know, if if we move, if we if I look beyond, you know, and look at, I'm I'm just watching a movie, just chilling out. Is is it setting my world on fire? No, it's not. Well, you're wrong, and you should have enjoyed it more. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I'm just out here find it hilarious. You guys trying to dance around things. Look, uh, like, <laughs> whoa, whoa, we don't do that. I'm just saying. I don't know. I think I, I'm in a position where I could be like, look, you, you can say I didn't enjoy Black Panther. I'm, I'm not going to say. Not even that I didn't enjoy it. Not, not even that. I'm just saying that, like, what I'm worried about is because of how quote-unquote important this movie is 
yeah, that people just afraid to give it any level of criticism, right? There's other movies that feel like that. Movies that must be are good on their own strength and could stand up to criticism. So, but people so here's, are afraid here's the thing. to criticize it because that, right? of the importance they've given it. If yeah. if I if someone went to me, Politically. hey, uh, do you do you want to watch Black Panther again? I'd be like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, that's fine. But I'm always like that. With but at the at the same time, if someone went to me, hey, do you want to watch the you know the first four movie? I'd be like, nah, I'm nah. good. Look, I don't doubt that. Whereas this if someone came to me with a movie that I you know that I really love, I could have watched it the day before, and I'd Look, be like, yeah, okay. I don't I don't doubt that. And me even saying that is more point of Jim. I don't think. If you, if you want to criticise it, if you like, feel a certain way about this, you go, I felt that was being sensitive, whatever. I think you should feel free to it. I don't think that the, the, the overarching importance of the movie should end your criticism of it. Like, that's why I don't want... Yeah, this is the thing. I'm not saying... Every movie that now saying... has a, like a black lead or like a naughty lead or deals with a certain kind of thing to then be like, oh shit, I don't want to criticise it because it's there's, too important for that There's group. no point. I, I want... I don't think it's across as if that's what I'm saying. That's not what I'm trying to say. It's just, but, no. There's, there's no point in which I would say... Why do you want to be the one guy who doesn't? It's like, but no, it's fun to join in with everybody loving something, isn't it? <laughs> no, no, because... No, sometimes, look, you know me, like, I'll always explore the, the opposite view because yeah, sometimes yeah. one view is too easy and it's like, that, that's kind of Like I said, there's no point in which I've gone, this is a bad movie. There's no point in which I've said, this should not be a movie. All I'm saying is, well, I've also said that, like, the, the context in which this movie is released is important. Like, there should be way more representation. But... I, I'm still here just laughing at that idea that you have to, like... It just—it sounds like I'm being harsh. To me, it just feels like everyone who wants to speak openly about this movie outside of going praise has to layer it, layer uh, it. But this is it. So just like to even add. you, Bailey. Yeah. Bailey, you can come up to me and say, you know what? Oh, I thought Black I didn't think it was all that. And I'm like, all right, cool. Like, what did you like? And you're like, oh well, you know, I thought this was a bit wonky. I thought this was a bit boring. But like, it's fair enough. Yeah. That—that's it to me. That's what I'm—I'm I'm, I'm just straight up right? trying to look at it as. It's a movie that got released. No different from any other movie that got released. But at the same time, I, I like I do understand like it's important to some people because there needs to be more representation and stuff. I mean, I've done a lot of I've ended up doing quite a lot of reading around it and like different people's different takes on it, and I've seen quite a lot actually of valid criticism of it and people really taking issue with it because people who have a lot of sympathy for the views that Killmonger represents a lot. Of those voices are feeling that they're being misrepresented and may now to be the bad guy when actually right okay. and you know that's that's a valid take I think mm. um, to some extent uh, plus the argument against T'Challa is you know it's like this is more kind of using violence to protect rich people when they're <laughs> rich lives and it's yeah a, it's a pro-monarchist film that's uncomfortable in a lot of ways. Look, man, there's those things, man. There's like, Wakanda is like... But, but he's, he's got the depth that you can have that level of conversation about it. For a superhero film, you know, it's like... Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good. Um, it's good. So okay. that's, that makes it good in itself. This, you don't so, need to uh, be on one side or the other. Here, here's it's what just he's got I'm, that depth taking, to it that makes here's, it... Here's what I take away from it, right? Again, it's fucking fantastic that, you know, peoples that have been underrepresented in cinema have this movie... And, and that's great and it should be more of it I'm all for that I just wish that this was a better movie for that you know like yeah. that's what I'm saying like, like I, said, you don't have to I don't like the pacing in it I don't like some of the acting in it 
Some of the CGI is hot garbage in it. But some of the good things, the set design is fucking brilliant. Like like her little lab, like the sister's lab, was amazing. Like that was really, really fucking cool. The the projection of like the car thing, like where, yeah. you know, like yeah, fucking that, brilliant. You don't it doesn't have to be layered with caveat from caveat. I actually like the lead as well. The lead was really good. Yeah. It's just I mean, you enjoy you enjoyed Asper's movie, there's Asper's movie you don't like. You right. don't want to get to the point where you stand somewhere where you're saying well, great, the final is a film with black people in it because no, it's honestly, not. It's, it's not like, the only movie. Honestly, with black people. Exactly. No, it's, it's not. It's not even the exactly. only superhero movie. No, with black and honestly, the truth is, finally, there's a film with black people in it that white people give a shit about. I want to watch. That's what is important about this film, really, isn't it? Is the, like, I don't think anyone hated Falcon in Captain America. Yeah, right, he yeah, wasn't the only like he wasn't the lead character in it. But it's like, but I've forgotten the name of the guy you just mentioned. But have I ever watched any of his films? No, I haven't because it doesn't feel like it's for me. That's terrible. That's terrible, right? But it's not as well. Yeah, look, sometimes people get a break, but I mean, look. Like I said, I, I don't want it to. I don't want it to focus on on one aspect, right? And even a movie you can you can pick up politically. Like Wakanda is super rich, but the rest of Africa is broke, or at least they didn't establish that the rest of Africa is a technological technological wonderland because yeah, yeah, Wakanda is hidden from everybody. Mm-hmm. So Wakanda is, is bumping everyone else in Africa yeah. and the whole world from all this kind of stuff, right? But I was just like, you know, what? it's just it's just a movie, and I'm talking. To, and this is me going to a viewing of this movie where. Everyone else, everyone else I went with, with reception, I think one person was black. And we all dressed up in African gear and all this kind of stuff. And I still walked out of that situation with like, yeah, that was the right movie. Like, that's <laughs> it. Like, I've, I've played along, I've played along like, with the it's game. A, it's a I played along the game. Movie. I was wearing my African shirt and everything. Could you but, enjoy that as a cultural event? No, because it, I... Did you feel like, oh, did you feel like you went along just to go along? I went along to not be that guy. All right, yeah. Who already is that guy? <laughs> <laughs> to not further be that guy. So I was like, right, I, I can play along with this, right? right. Yeah. But even I was like, think, but I feel the same way about those stuff. It's like I feel that way about Star Wars, and not even politically. <laughs> Just like when I went to see Star Wars, they had like some charity event thing, and people were dressed up as like old Star Wars characters, and kids were going up and doing stuff. And I'm like, this is just a movie about people in space. Just sit down and watch a movie. Like so, that's how I am about stuff, right? Yeah, I understand, yeah. I understand, but I'm just like it's just a movie. Yeah, <laughs> like you know what I mean. It's not going to bring the new. It's not going to end racism. It's not going to bring the new usher in the new dawn of black people. It's an entertaining movie <laughs> that might spawn more entertaining movies with black superhero leads from Marvel, and that's great. The, that's the, fucking the great. The Turner or superhero movies. Yeah, that's it. That's great. And yeah. I wake up tomorrow. And there's no point in where I'm saying that's not great. Person. I'm just saying the movie <laughs> I am not is be okay. An African prince in a technological wonderland. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what you already are. Yeah. That's your life. <laughs> <laughs> if only. If only. Since yeah. you got your new TV, that's what you are. Yeah, I, know. I, I can actually see colours. <laughs> the uh, T'Challa of Southeast London. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, but that's it, man. Like that's how I feel about. It. So yeah, I just don't. Yeah, I don't, like so. I just hate on it. I, I don't mind. I'm glad that people are really happy, and I'm glad that it's doing good things in general for representation. But as a movie, for me, it was just an okay movie to watch. Like, <clears throat> all right, I'd like because you to... of regular film things that I would look at. I'd like you, you know, to not like... see Infinity War because I don't want to hear you complain <laughs> about it. <laughs> True. Yeah. Infinity War and me is going to... Mm. Yeah, you're going to hate every minute. I would imagine. Please just don't go. <laughs> um, 
Because that's the other thing. I watched Thor Ragnarok. Oh boy. Well, I mean, oh, I've, I've no. got, yeah, I've got my skips about it. It was everything I feared it would be. But it's weird because I do generally, I, I didn't love that film. It was an enjoyable watch, but I've got no desire to see it again. Mm. In fact, John was watching a bit of it the other day and I was just like, I wanted to be in a different room. And I, and I, I did, I went off to some else. But it's, I love Goldblum being Goldblum and Goldblum is Goldblum in it. And everything else was actually Taika Waititi buying off Monica Chill, I think, because he's got a very distinct voice. And his other films I love a lot. But he didn't do a good job of making his voice gel with the universe he was trying to convey. Mm. And so it just fell off. It, it, it I felt some things fell real flat in yeah, that movie. Yeah, I agree. And it was kind of like, yeah, him just only having one style of humour and not making that humour fit well with what was going on around it. Alright, full Ragnarok yeah. I'll make it real simple. Got some jokes. Oh, I'd like some jokes. I got some I, jokes. I got these jokes, man. This is the issue. I don't watch any. I but Nick, I've got some jokes. I don't watch any trailers. <laughs> yeah, which is rare. Or I say any trailer. I watch maybe one trailer, and the trailer had had that joke in it, like, "Oh, Hulk!" I oh, know that was like, a massive. Oh my god! All right, yet again, I've gone back to never watching any trailers because of that. Like, <laughs> I kind of loosened a bit, and I watched the trailer. It was like, "Oh shit!" So not only is this one of the best moments in the film, but you spend five minutes building up to it, yeah, and making me wonder who this guy is. When I know where it is because you were in the fucking trailer, yeah. don't then tease it yeah. for five fucking minutes. Yeah. Oh my god. But so <laughs> I went into that movie knowing that it'll have some humor in it, but then every Marvel movie has some humor in it. Yeah. Apart from maybe um, Winter Soldier. That felt like the Even that's one. Got humor in it, yeah. That's right. that's my favorite Marvel movie. But that felt like super serious. That like had like regular humor in it. Right. Right. This was like, hey dog, I heard you like Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> so I put Guardians of the Galaxy in four, so you can Guardians of the Galaxy whilst fouring. See, I don't quite agree with that, because it is a, I think, it's a different comedy voice. I don't think it is the same nature of comedy, it's the same style of comedy as Guardians. The Guardians actually gels with its world. Those films, you, know, you can object to, well, it's just funny, but what's wrong with funny films? It's a good funny film. This just <gasps> fell off in a way There's the a Guardians does like I in 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 Thor, I, I thought the character. What's the director's name? Um, oh, right. uh, t- uh, Tiger. That's the one. Um, the character that he voices, yeah, the rock guy. Oh, both. it was just like I was just like, oh my god, get get off the screen. <laughs> the thing is, if he was in one of his own films, it would have worked really well, but it just didn't fit. Yeah, it just didn't fit. yeah, I just like me like it was it was that kind of humor with that that rock guy where like. Sam and I were watching it and we just kept looking at each other being like, like <laughs> is this real life? What, yeah, like when, when's this guy going to not be on the screen? Like, this is this is bad. But, I mean, this much with it. I don't mind humour. I, I love, I enjoy comedy, right? The problem with four is that it was trying to shoehorn in as much comedy as possible to the point where it's just like, okay, yeah. so four's cracking jokes, right? Because he's meant to be like a really stiff guy. So him cracking jokes is, you know, kind of like a the flip of his character or whatever, right? Yeah. Then you've got other characters making jokes. You've got Hulk making jokes. And it's okay. Then you've got the villainess. Like, you can't set up a villainess and be like, oh my god, she did. She was like Odin's top warrior and then she turned on him and he banished her to this. And then she comes out and she just jokes. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Jokes. I'm just like, could she at least be serious? Like, she's meant yeah. to be like, ended, ended Midgard is going to bring about the end of everything. Yeah. And she's cracking jokes. Yeah. Right? And it just. There's no like they're trying the weird, to sell the weird me Carl Urban character as well that like replaced um, 
um, replace the gatekeeper yeah, guy. Like, yeah, oh, I'm dying. Oh, did I have the two, the two guns? Yeah. No, I actually enjoyed it because, like, oh, he seemed... Look, there's some characters that seem like that type of character. He, he, he gave that yeah. kind of feel, right? The villainess... Uh, yeah, yeah. No, can, can you can you try to be serious? Like, come, like, look. If you like Jeff Goldblum is going to be funny in this movie, it's like, of course Jeff Goldblum is going to be funny. But it's just being himself. It's like, That's what I yeah. mean, right? There was no like special Goldblum in there. In fact, he was no, so much what himself, he didn't fit himself. You know, he, but he never quite fits in films because he is himself so much. But that's great, though. But that's right. That's like, fine. But that, right. that, that's what I expect. He didn't make the film better, really. I just I enjoy watching him be him, but. He, he was that kind of eccentric character who would have an arena and be excited that he's got his hands on this stuff. But like he'd be, he still takes you out of the film because it's still like, well, that's Jeff Goldblum being Jeff Goldblum. That's not whoever he's meant to be. It's Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, didn't quite gel. Have it, you seen? Have you seen uh, Hunt for the World of People? No. Have you seen What We Do in the Shadows? No. Right, watch well, both I of almost watched I don't, that. I don't, want you to go, I don't want you to go away hating on Taika Waititi. No, no, I, I've heard like, like what we do in the shadows is awesome. fucking yeah. fantastic. Yeah, it's really, really good. And so I almost, it was on the iPlayer the other day, and I, like, I, it was before I went to India, and it was on the iPlayer, and I was like, fuck, maybe I should download that for the plane, and, and, and then like just totally forgot. Yeah, now watch both. I mean, it's a very similar. I mean, did you like Flight of the Concords? It's a very similar yeah. feel to those. Yeah. And, yeah, just they're both great films. So I'd defend him as a director mm. and as a writer, but yeah. No, I don't point the finger anyone. I just I think it's like we thought. I agree. I just think it's overkill um, on on the humor, and it just kind of it takes you out because a I didn't expect comedy, but that's on me yeah. because apparently it was sold as comedy way way back, right? It was, and it was Chris Hemsworth's idea to set it as comedy, and he ran with it. But he seems to have been very heavily involved in the whole just, tone of the movie. It's just sometimes like Jesus Christ. Yeah. I can't. I'm not gonna take any of this movie seriously. I can't really take any aspects. Of it. Like even even Guardians of the Galaxy's movie, I can take more seriously. Yeah, and that's trying to that's yeah. really he's like sold itself. Like we, you know, this is funny. Like all the promos, everything about it is, is humor, right? Mm-hmm. And Chris Pratt can play that character real well. Yeah, this was like even like yeah, like even Guardians of the Galaxy has more serious moments than this. Yeah, yeah maybe not Guardians of the Galaxy two. That was a bit stupid, but. Guardians of the Galaxy 1 definitely had more serious moments. Yeah. So, yeah. That's the thing, like, you have to balance it out. And, like, it was not balanced in terms of tone in places where it needed balance. Like, like you say, like, the villain didn't feel like any sort of threat, really, like, just because of the jokes and stuff like that. And it's just, oh. Yeah. We all agree. Wow. Holy so, shit. Yeah. It took 38 episodes for us <laughs> all to agree. Yeah, but I was in all that right. When I first started watching it, I did just enjoy it because, yeah, just sit and laugh at a funny film, why not? Yeah, like, um, yeah, there's some jokes you can enjoy, but it's just like, it, it starts to wear yeah, its yeah, welcome yeah. a bit in places yeah, where you're yeah. like, oh. Cool. Um, other movie um, that I've seen in this space of time that probably is relevant is Ready Player One. But I'm not sure if you guys have seen it yet. I haven't yet. I was, I'm like, yeah, I was sort of, I wasn't that excited about it, and then I got a bit hyped about it, and then I was sort of itchy to go and see it for a while, and then Claire and Joel saw it, and I was sorry to use, and then just what people were saying about it reminded me why I wasn't interested. In it. <laughs> like, lost that motivation again. Now I just, I don't know. Not okay. bothered. Not bothered. Really. It's an okay movie. Yeah. If I look at it as just a movie. 
I remember somebody saying something about how the problem with it is, while in theory this is full of references for nerds, mm. it isn't because Spielberg being Spielberg knows he's going to make a movie that appeals to everybody. So he does what he does in, like, the, this review compared it to the end of Last Crusade, where Indy's doing all the Bible stuff to get through to the Holy Grail. Yeah. But he's got to explain to you every step of this Bible stuff because he can't trust you to know what's in the Bible. <laughs> so he's like, yeah. So it kind of, the film explains the stuff to you as it's showing you. So it's almost like, oh, look, there's a DeLorean from Back to the Future. Yeah. And because he's doing so much of that stuff, it stops you. I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure I'd agree with that. Like, it definitely, it definitely does have that element of like, here's a book and a concept that we've got to explain into the first, you know, 20 minutes deal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, it's literally him talking to you in the audience, telling you what's go- what, what's happening. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and that's fine. In terms of the actual, like, you know, like the cultural stuff, um, pop culture stuff, it doesn't really, like, there's, there's a lot in there that, like, is is in there for people to go? Oh shit! Is that is that that? And it doesn't explain it. You know, case in point. I mean, there was just this really random thing I noticed in the final battle where I was like, you know, he, he pulled out a gun and it was a rocket launcher and he started firing this rocket launcher off. Yeah. And I just looked at Sam and I was like, that's the rocket launcher from Halo. Oh. It's just like shit like that. So where you just say, that's, like, a, that's the guy that won. No. Oh, <laughs> BFG should have been a BFG. Oh, well, <laughs> but yeah. Um, but I mean, there's doom stuff in there. That's the thing. Like you know, and there is there is a load of that. Like it's absolutely chock full. Like, there's people that have made you know hour long videos on YouTube being like, here's this, here's that, here's that. You know, like yeah. it is genuinely I mean, fucking. Full. I didn't read. I didn't read the book. How much did the book push so, old like retro? So so, so much. I mean, the book. The, the, like, the book well, is games, problematic. Eighties stuff. I mean, there's, there's a almost a whole chapter in the book which is. Quotations from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Because, oh shit! Because characters need to be able to recite. Chunks of no, it's, it's not Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Is even it? it's not that popular. It's um, we can't have a, it's War Game, isn't it? Is it War Game? It might be both. Then I'm pretty sure Ferris Bueller's in it. So no player hates that film, and she really resented that part of the book. Bueller. Possibly, but Bueller. It's, it's definitely like the second challenge is he has to do the entire script of Matthew Broderick's character. Right. Um, and he gets points for how good he is at doing those yeah. lines, and it's the whole movie, Jeez. and he has to know it off by heart. Yeah. Um, oh my god, those people who think that kind of thing is an okay thing to do in the first place. <laughs> but, but but this is the thing. I mean, I think you and I have discussed problems with the book in, in anyway, in that yeah. like it's made for people our age, but it's written for young adults. Yeah. Like in terms of like the references, it's all for our age. Like yeah. you know, right. thirty plus guys. Yeah, you know. But it's a young adult book, so like, there's lots of things in there where, like, you know, if someone was like 16, they'd be like, "What?" <laughs> like, I, I, yeah. I have no <clears throat> grasp of, yeah. of this at and all. Plus, and I hadn't really picked up on this until I was reading reviews of the film, but it's also very much based around, like, gatekeeping. It's you can't be in our gang unless you know about this stuff because this is what we think is important, and we don't like people like well, the, gun, the Gunter guys. Yeah, completely. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing people do in real life. That's bullshit, you know? I mean, that happens all the time in nerd culture, and it's bullshit. Um, it does. I think there's a certain joy, though, in knowing a subject well, but as long as you don't be a dick about it. Mm. You but know? The, yeah, but it's so often used as a way of excluding people who don't know the same yeah. stuff. Um, no, yeah, I would agree with that. And that's yeah. kind of the theme of the book, is that, you know, it's like, 
Yeah, I don't know. The book at the end does very much be like, you know, he he can he can like he can turn the oasis off and sort of choose us to kind of go in that direction. Not entirely, but yeah. you know, so it's more about like, hey, we shouldn't be as obsessive okay. and involved well, yeah. in this. Well, so we should actually take mean, I don't really look mean... at the real world and look at the environmental shit that's yeah. happening. I don't really mean the, the theme in in terms of the the text of the book. I mean the theme in terms of like. This, the way that book was consumed, the way the people it was meant to appeal to consumed it, it was like, mm. hey, this is full of stuff that I know about. And it's I, find that, I found that deep awful. stuff. That, yeah, it's all this awful. Like, yeah. he's a very. I don't particularly like the whole Gary Stu Mary Stu thing, but like, he is. Like, his yeah, character yeah, yeah. is like. Yeah, he literally knows fucking everything and can do <laughs> no, nothing wrong, you yeah, know? Yeah. And it's. And, it, and, and, and I hate that in the book where it was just like. Oh, uh, you know, there's this thing. Where, oh, I just happen to know that massively fucking obscure reference yeah. that's going to progress me onward. Like, yeah. I, I hated that side of it because it's yeah, just yeah. like, well, he can do anything. So, what's, where's the fucking? And when I read, first read the book, I was totally kind of seduced by that because so much of that stuff is stuff that I was aware of just because of what I was doing as a kid. That yeah, it, it sucks you in, and you do go. Oh, this is really good fun. It's, yeah, look, somebody's talking about stuff that I know about that nobody else knows about. But then that's yeah. a terrible thing to actually. But get off on, but that's the know? thing as well. Like, it keeps going on that and keeps going on that. And yeah, keeps yeah. Going, and it gets to the point where you're just like, oh fuck! Like, there's no, there's nothing he can't do, and yeah. this is really fucking boring. So uh, I had so many awful student union nights surrounded by people. Who, yeah, people who just want to like sit around a table and recite word for word Monty Python. Yeah, like, those those are the worst people you can meet. And yeah, this is a celebration of those people. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, is that the movie skips all that? The movie does. But it does because you can't have a movie where big chunks of the movie are reciting lines from other yeah. movies. Yeah, I think you probably would do it if you could get away with it. I mean, they they change <laughs> all of that. the challenges essentially. Um, you know, the, the first challenge in the book is he's got to play Joust. Not really, five, five, six years. He's, right? he's got to play Joust, yeah. which is uh, Atari Twenty Six Hundred. Well, he's an arcade version. Oh, okay. Um, and he's got to play that yeah. and he's got to beat that I think with like a certain high score mm. and 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 so the first challenge in the book is him completing that and getting his key yeah in in the movie they've turned it into that race that you see that's where the DeLorean's oh, like yeah, yeah. and he's got to get to the end of this thing and the clue is oh sometimes you've got to go backwards or whichever mm. you go backwards and it's that whole thing of like Oh, if you actually go backwards in the video game, you can get to the end quicker. Sort yeah. of thing. And it's that, which is fine, and you know, is a video game trope, but it's very different from the book. And then the second challenge is, gosh, what was the second challenge? Yeah, I, oh, it was uh, he. He is the standout moment in the film. Actually, yeah. the second challenge in in the film is um, is he. I'm not going to say which movie. Mm. He goes to a movie and. He actually ends up within that movie, but it's done incredibly well. I can't take anything away from Spielberg on that because <coughs> it's played for laughs as well. And it's, it's the movie it's, The Shining. But yes, it is. I was <laughs> telling me about that because I'm pretty uncomfortable. Not only the fact that John has seen some scary stuff in The Shining when he's only 30, it's not really that bad. He's not really that bad. But he's had The Shining spoiled for him before he's all got to watch the proper film. That's like <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, you know? I suppose, yeah, there is that. Yeah, Intensely but... important visual imagery that, in context, is fucking terrifying. He's going to see The Shining now and it's going to but remind the, him of the, this shit. There's, now. A, oh there's my God. a joke within it as well that one of the characters that's gone into the cinema had never seen The Shining. Like, it's one, he's like the only Gunther, and the Gunther is like yeah. the people that hunt for the egg. 
um, the Easter eggs. Yeah. Um, this character has not seen The Shining, yeah. and the joke is: imagine taking someone who'd never seen The Shining and putting them into yeah. the fucking Shining. It's yeah. quite funny. Um, and, and but that's incredibly different from. I suppose it's a little bit in line with the War Games thing and Matthew yeah, Broderick, yeah. but you know, and it. It's just an okay movie, and it's yes, it's nice to point out the references and stuff like that, but you can't build a great movie on just references, you know. Like, and that's its problem. That's the movie's problem, and that's the book's problem to a certain extent as well, you know. Like, well, the book doesn't build a great book; it builds a very average book. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but you know, that's the thing. Like, the the lead character is so uninteresting. And there's way more, way more interesting things going on with the support characters. So, like, there's one character who is, like, you don't know it's a, a girl, but mm. it is, she's, she's playing this huge hulking, like, fucking, like, monstrosity of, a, of an avatar. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but in real life, she's actually really interesting. It's, like, it's just this, this black teenage girl. And she's way more interesting than the fucking lead character. And the character that he falls in love with, Artemis, is way more interesting than the fucking lead character. Like, the lead character is just, ju- like, it's like they just went, where can we find the most generic man to put in this movie? And, and what generic, you know, what generic stuff can we have him do? And like, it's just Mr. Generic with way more interesting characters around him. Um, but he's the hero. Yeah. It's just like, oh, fuck's sake. And yeah, it's, it's just an okay movie, but there's, there's also things where, like I said, like, it just could have been way better. Like he's just—he's not a great actor. Like he's, you know, no, man. They mentioned low boarding, like Tobey Maguire and Spider Man. Just like, yeah, well, there's there's a really great movie. Red Letter Media thing on uh, Red Letter One, and um, and they've movie. talked about how like he—it's the guy that plays Young Cyclops in the oh, X Men. Yeah. Yeah. It's that guy, and they're basically they were taking the piss out of the fact that they chose this guy based on his lips because like. <laughs> In, in you know thing he's just got the visor and in this he's just got the visor and they're like where can we get the guy with good lips <laughs> and it's just like that's why he got chosen which I wouldn't put it past like he's not yeah. great hey man it could um, have been uh, your favourite Eddie Redmayne man oh god no <laughs> um, so yeah I, it's an okay movie and like and, and there is that niceness of being like oh I know what that is but at the same time it really doesn't add anything in making it a great movie you know? It doesn't add anything to your life. That's things like so what? So you watched that TV show and played that game. And, and well, it doesn't I, really that, mean that, anything, you know. I don't so, know because there is that there is that element of like a nostalgia. Like it was nice. Like yeah. me seeing that Halo rocket launcher made me turn to Sam and be like, I miss playing those rockets. I, yeah, I miss <laughs> playing Halo Two with you. You yeah. know, like it's that kind of thing. You know, like we all used to sit down yeah. on our Xbox. You know, We've heard about your old CRTs. We've heard this story. You know? So yeah. So that <laughs> so that was kind of nice, but but that doesn't make a great movie. No. Um, but what have you guys been watching? Because I've just talked about movies I've watched. Uh, I want to see Pacific Rim Two Uprising. How is it? I can't judge that film because I love monsters and robots, and it's got monsters and robots. Shit, and they are well choreographed. Monster that reminds robot me. Fights. There was one thing I wanted to say to you about yeah. Ready Player One. Oh yeah, yeah. There is some good stuff for you in that with regarding um, big monsters. Big monsters. Yeah. I heard the game The Iron Giant. I got. That's not a good thing. It's not, it's, 
A great, a great, great the, the thing with, movie. Yeah, the, the, thing, with the, the, the thing with the Iron Giant the is... <laughs> the thing with the Iron Giant is... I can't, I can't watch the Iron Giant, any form of the Iron Giant, without like automatically feeling like I want to fucking cry. Completely, yeah. yeah. But <laughs> um, beyond Iron Giant, there is something else in there right. that is your cup of tea. Alright, cool. Um, that I, you should probably watch the movie just for that, because I think you'll <clears> enjoy it. Well, it could be Gypsy Danger from Pacific Rim, and I'd be happy. So... <laughs> no, so yeah, it's, I mean, the fights are great. The fights are more in daytime, so you can see more of them, so I enjoyed that. There's still quite a lot of them. But I was going to have a little complaint about the fight. It's that some of the fights are robots versus rogue robots rather than robots versus monsters. And, yeah. You know, we're going to pick. I pick monsters over robots. So right. I prefer it to be more, ro- more monsters than less robots. Mm-hmm. But apart from that, fuck it, man. It's just good fights. Everything yeah. else about the film was shit, and I love it. <laughs> oh, really? It was it was less shit than the first one. To be fair, like the performances and the story. How's were all together um, less John Boyega shit. in it? Because obviously it's his first big role after Star Wars. But yeah. I know, like I don't know if you've seen. Is it Attack the Block? I think it's Attack the Block. No, he's had. There's not moving. Was I it Attack the Block? I didn't like it much. He was I, in I like Attack the Block. That's the thing. I actually cool. turned it off after three. Was like Did you? Oh, okay. John was in the, not Detroit. He was in, in a Detroit? movie about police brutality and like. 1980s America yeah. or 1990s America that, that and people complained that they got like a British guy <clears throat> to play uh, yeah. African American because of those sounds no, I mean alright well you remember <laughs> when Hayden Christensen did Jumper I think this could yeah. be this could be Boyega's Jumper right like that one other film he gets to do where you think you might have a chance at a career and then that's it you never hear from oh. him again this is a that's bad, really harsh this is a bad film and he's bad in it but I loved it even though it's bad but, hey so, man he's still got whatever they, whatever they want him to do in the next I mean he's set for life yeah, let's yeah. face it anyway completely yeah yeah I don't know, man. Ask uh, Natalie Portman after Star Wars. She did like what? Well, one good movie. It took ages for her to get that. Movie. Dude, she's fucking. Yeah, she's done loads. She's, she's got around. an amazing career. She's really? still around. Yeah. And even if she hadn't been still around, the point is she's not like strapped for cash. After Star Wars, that's it. You made right. You're good. But Portman's done tons of stuff. She's done amazing stuff. Found some terrible stuff. She, Black Swan is fantastic. Black Swan is the only thing I she's done that. She was in two of the three Thors and was pretty yeah. bad in them, but yeah, she's been around. Yeah, you need to retract uh, that. Oh, I will have nothing said against Natalie Portman. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, maybe we should ring Hayden Christensen and see how he's getting on. Oh. <laughs> Rip. Yeah. Oh, um, Jay Lloyd. Jay Lloyd, he's got to be like drug kid by now. <laughs> oh, dude, ages ago. Fat drug kid, got to be. I'm, oh, is he? I'm, I'm guessing, but he's got to yeah. be. Am I right? I don't know. Yeah. Should we look? Let's Google Jay Lloyd now. Oh, no. Are you going to... What? Have you seen this picture of Jake Lloyd? All the drugs. Star Wars actor Jake Lloyd moved from jail to psychiatric facility for schizophrenia. Oh. <laughs> and there's a picture drugs. of the guy. Um... Yeah, he's not, he doesn't look great. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> you win something, you lose something. Edit, 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 edit. That's a good trick. <laughs> beautiful beautiful are you going to drag yourself to watch Rampage no the loosest the loosest video game a, movie I can't of believe all time. I know I know I know yeah no I'm not I saw a trailer for that before Pacific Rim actually and I was just like no because <laughs> <laughs> yes I do love well made big robot fights and big monster fights so yes I saw Pacific Rim and I can't tell you whether it's good or not I think it's probably shit I watched the sixth day the other day. Right. Me and Claire are having a sort of irony retrospective because we've got this weird thing where, like, 
I'm really familiar with the early period of Arnie, and she's yes. really familiar with the back period of Arnie. We've got like this meeting point, which is Terminator, where we both know him. Right. But yeah, it's like I've never seen anything after Terminator. Really, she's never seen anything before it. So we watched Ready Man recently. And, oh yeah. I've shown the Commando now, and we're about to watch yeah, the Conan's. Yeah. But yeah, she showed me Sixth Day. Pretty good fun. It's kind of cool though to like go and then meet it yeah. at the middle. Yeah, Sixth Day was not much worse than like Total Recall, to be honest. It's like it's. <laughs> Totally, I think what technical also okay. The thing was, six days, six days. if six day had come out five years earlier, people would have been fine with it. It's just because it was it missed the ball. It was like it came out in two thousand, and people had just got too yeah mature for those films. I think like that kind of like still maintain the best uh, Arnie movies, last action hero. But I've still seen that. Oh, what? Yeah, but yeah. So this is like you know, it's like from that era of set up a sci-fi movie with an interesting idea and do about half the plot of like this is interesting idea stuff and then just turn it into a dumb action movie and do a lot of shooting that's what it is and it's fine so fair enough alright nice. uh, a couple of days ago I watched uh, The Death of Stalin okay and that uh, I just loved it it's a period of history I knew nothing about and it's triggered like a bit of research because I know a little bit more about it and obviously it's not very realistic but it's a lot of fun and it's also I mean well, it's not very realistic in terms of like, its representation of what actually happened then it is it just feels realistic in terms of like its depiction of um people being terrified of an angry violent leader i guess and you know that that all comes across really well and it's even though it's mostly played for laughs it's still got a real sense of foreboding around it and like a lot of like just yeah scary stuff kind of. and it's really good really good um, and last night I watched The Girl With All The Gifts um, okay it's uh, I didn't know what it was either I watched it completely cold it's from 2016 I think uh, it's a zombie movie and if you're going to watch a zombie movie these days it really needs to be like you want to come out and say oh my god that's like breathe new life into zombies hasn't it and it didn't it just nah. it didn't it, it has some interesting ideas. Um, what's interesting, most interesting thing about it actually is, it's based on a book that came out in 2013, the same year that The Last of Us came out, <clears throat> and they're both based on the concept of mushroom zombies, fungus, okay. fungus controlling brains. Basically, the guy who wrote Last of Us and the guy who wrote this book both watched the same David Attenborough documentary, and both <laughs> went. That's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both watched that. Both then went. Hey, we could do great zombie stuff, and so one went off a robot, one went off a video game. They just inspiring everybody. So they both just happened to come out at the same time. And what's weird is how many parallels are between them. Like, just even like the visual style of this film. Yeah, it feels like they must have also been referring to the last one because it, it kind of looks like the last was the movie. Okay. But the story's not as good as the last one. Is the awkward bit. So, so it's fine. It's got a lot of like. There's just stuff that we've seen too many times. Now, like, it's, it's, crowd of zombies trying not to let on your zombies yeah. I, don't need, I don't need to see that shit anymore and yeah so yeah there was plenty of stuff I didn't like about it but it wasn't that unpleasant to watch it was fine overall um, it's weird it had, I was kind of as I was watching I was thinking about like British horror sci-fi has such a set tone now and it has had since I think 28 days later I can think about like just the atmosphere of that film mm. and obviously that's like the peak example of this sort of thing and everything else is Followed it. Everything else followed it has been kind of not as good, but similar tone, things like Dog Soldiers, The Descent, and this, just things that have that kind of like same feel. A lot of British sci-fi horror has the same sort of feel now. Mm. 
And it's weird because that hasn't changed now in 20 years. Um, nearly, well, it's getting on for 30 years, I guess, since 28 days later. When was it? Mid 90s? Maybe it was late 90s. When did it come out? It's like mid 2000s. 20 years. 20 years later, yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay, okay. That's not yeah. as bad as I thought of it. I thought that was a late 90s film. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. no. But yeah, it just it feels like it's kind of stuck in a room. When you think about, you know, how much British horror evolved from like the 50s to the 70s <laughs> to the 90s, and then it's kind of stuck. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I was putting money behind some new ideas. I don't put money behind it anyway, because all these things are like medium low budget. Mm. So. Which probably plays into it. Money. Yeah. <laughs> well, any any movies that you want no, to talk about? Next, I watched all, kind of uh, watch all the same shows you watched, apart from um, Ready Player One. Okay, okay. Cool. All right, well, I'm going to wrap it up because uh, we've been going for two hours and 13 minutes. Yeah. Uh, and I know you need, you're looking at your watch. You need to yeah, get going. Uh, sorry, guys. Well, it was catch up. Yeah, oh, it, was yeah. Nice, it was nice. It was really nice talking to you all. So, yeah. thank you for coming. Uh, Nick, say goodbye. Bye bye. Jim, say goodbye. Bye bye. Bye from me. Bye bye bye. Oh, you can't just sing it on your own. Oh, 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 oh I'd, yeah, I'd say you're I'd say you're baby. Oh, dear. <laughs> Alright, we'll have to start over from the beginning. That's we'll do a new nerd word tonight. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. I need to get home. <laughs>